Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. We want to thank our brand new sponsor, BetterHelp. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash core gaming and start living a better life today. I have sailed the oceans, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, and driven a dog sled in Alaska. But house renovation is not really my thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Core, where we talk about video games, the industry, games we're playing, and a whole lot more. It's Thursday, May 19th, 2022. I'm Scott with Bo and John, and uh, we're back, everybody. Hope you're well. The hell was that? What? What'd you hear? Oh, the thing at the beginning? Oh, this lady. I have sailed the oceans. That's, um... (laughs) Yeah, Humblebrag McGee. (laughs) (laughs) She... So I got... I'll talk about it later in more depth, but I got some DLC. It's actually a key from the developer for House Flipper. And uh, it's a new pets DLC. So this lady, that's her. If if I let the dialogue go along, you would have heard all about her bunny and how her rabbit needs a place to stay, and I got to renovate her little rabbit cage. Um, but also, while I'm in her house and working on all this, I found a, a a stray puppy in a box, and I get to keep him. And I can either adopt him myself and name him, or I can sell or not sell him. I can give him to the shelter. And there's just like a whole new pet thing going on. Wait, so you cool. found a stray puppy in her house that you were renovating? In a box. Yeah. Weird, right? I didn't well, I don't trust she that. she forget about it while she was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro? Well, She's her just, <clears throat> her house well, is I in a... I thought I'd just go climb a mountain, but <laughs> oops, I forgot I had a dog. Weird. <laughs> I don't think it's her dog. So it's a stray. She doesn't know what it is. I haven't talked to her, though, but so who knows? The game doesn't have me talking to her. <laughs> That's the excuse everybody uses. I don't know where the drugs came from, officer. Yeah. I was just out climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, and I didn't know what was yeah, in the box. I, I had no basement. idea. Exactly. I almost sold the box or uh, trashed the box before I knew there was a dog in it. So that was a little bit scary. He's healthy and in good spirits. He follows me around now. He has a little paper hat. Um Wait, is it possible for him to end up in the dump truck after he's thrown up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it would have let me. It may not have let me throw him away, but he's you don't super cute. It's in there until it gets crushed. It's <laughs> so, like, oh, shit. So there's a whole yeah, bunch of, like, you know, weird pet functionality in the game now, and it seems okay. pretty good so far. The reviews are good for it. So I haven't messed enough to really give it a, you know, I don't know whether it really adds a ton or not to the House Flipper Core experience, but so far it's all right. But we'll get to that in my chore core experiences Man, this week later. J- J- John's an equal opportunity uh, critic. <laughs> you know, we shot on a Halo in, in the pre-show, and he's like, Scott, what is up with that? Yeah, what is this lady? She's not from Halo, I can tell you that. And by the well, way, if you're like, wait, what? Halo, you guys talked about the Halo TV show? We did. If you're a patron of the show at any level, you get bonus content every week. Yeah, and I, this week, we had know. a really great spirited conversation about Halo. I feel before someone spends money, it's important to point out that there's 40 minutes of pre-show, and there's maybe three minutes it's of Halo, and we talk about <laughs> other topics. But yes, it's related in a way. In a Your desire to hear those topics may vary depending on the person that you uh, 
hard. Yeah. And I had to pick <laughs> you up feel in your soul. I had to pick up little dog poops in this game because the dog had kind of had free reign of this place while she was gone. And there's like pee and stuff all over the place. So I had to clean all yeah, that poo up. Poo flipper in your house. Flipper. Well, a poo flipper. Great. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's flip flipception. That game is still, I think, I said this on the show before. I think it's the, it's the reigning. I don't know what to call it. Like the, the game that is probably the best at what it's doing in the chore core space. And they just keep mm. adding to it and making their players happy and having an amazing review average. And I don't know. I just feel like they're, they're uh, kind of ahead of everybody else. Oh, there's a bit of an overarching goal to house flipping versus the other things, right? Like, yeah, that's true. Oh, it's yeah. a real thing that people make money at. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I do kind of wish they would combine their efforts with those power wash uh, sim people because then I could just power wash the house and then flip the house. But How do you clean the house right now? You well, right now you do it. Well, you, it's all interior. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. There's gar- there's garden add-on stuff that I haven't messed with yet. But Yeah, you can paint the outside of the house and there's some washing, but not it's not in-depth. No, yeah. Whereas power wash sim is I mean, all about washing. You don't because it depends like how simulation it, how much simulation it is versus video game. Because the last thing you want to do is spray your house with water. Because you <laughs> know water damage is yeah. a really bad thing yeah. in a house. So is that? Did you see a lot of that? I, I can see the house flipping purists be like, "Oh, I'm out." They added a water washing to the inside is not realistic anymore. They're just pandering to big water. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> big water. Big water. Uh, right now, nobody's big water. Everybody's got not enough water. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a cool it's a cool game. I'll get more into it a little bit later. But uh, plenty to cover today. Lots to talk about, including some big news today. So let's get to it. Uh, also, just want to thank people for um, all their nice comments about our mostly email show last week. We went a little long, but people really enjoyed uh, catching up to those emails. So. That was nice. It's good to hear. Yeah. And we got more emails as a result this week. So they'll never end. We'll always have emails to read. Thank you uh, for that, everybody at home. So Marvel Snap. Yep. That's the name. Oh, baby. Yep. We this- prefer- and more importantly, it's the return of Ben Brode. That's right. Ben Brode coming out of, well, he hasn't been in hiding. He's been working hard with their uh, second breakfast company he created after they all left. Second dinner. Second dinner. Did <laughs> second, I say second breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah Hobbits. That's, that's Tolkien. Yeah, it's Tolkien. <laughs> Brode is dinner. Tolkien's uh, breakfast. They are making a game. We knew they were making a game in it, and we did know it was Marvel IP because that was announced a long, long time ago. But there's been nothing else said about what this was, if it even was a CCG Turns out it is. Uh, this is by former Hearthstone devs, including Ben Brode, among others, and they announced it and made a trailer for it. And I, when I first saw this this splash art for it, um, if you click that link, you guys will see it. I thought this was an article about, um, uh, uh, what are they called? Saints Row, Saints Row, the new Saints Row reboot. Because look how <laughs> damn purple everything is. It's very purple. I like yeah, it. I was sure that's what this was just by a glance, but. Nope, it's called Snap. And uh, what else do we know about it? I mean, they've got a video um, where they show off so, some stuff, but it's a CTG, man. That's- yeah, so there's an announcement video, but there's also a gameplay video which actually reveals the gameplay. Yeah. So this Har- Ben Brode's the Hearthstone man. He's yeah. Been, I think Young Wu's the other guy, too. Big names associated as team leads, dev team leads on Hearthstone and its inception. Yeah. So they're bringing that energy to this. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's 
it, it goes deeper on that philosophy of quick games mm-hmm. and getting rid of um, things that are antagonist to fun and speed, uh, which, you know, is also a thing for this mobile business thing, but we'll leave that alone for now. Mm-hmm. Um, the the games apparently last three minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. so they're meant to be very quick, and it's kind of an anti-system. So you ante up uh, one Cosmic Cube, both people, and then you're playing to either win or lose that ante, and you can double it. And I think the snapping is is doubling the Cosmic Cubes. Mm. Um, I'm not sure to what extent you get it, but that's the overall mechanics, and it's basically rank. The cubes are rank. And the concede button is right there on the screen. You don't got to press escape because it's a retreat button. Because basically, as the game goes on, you ante up more and more. So if you feel like you're going to win, you double down in like poker. You bet more in a pot the longer you stay in hand. Mm. So like poker, the longer you stay in a game, the more you're potentially going to ante up, double up the stakes. So you might just want to fold and move on to the next game. Interesting. Uh, Real yeah. focus on hurry up and go. Play, 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 get out, play again, keep playing, play, play, play. Play, play, get out, but it's like play more pots per hour uh, in poker parlance. And, and you know, um, for a mobile game, that sort of makes sense because mobile is, you know, it's it's, it's time filling, right? So yeah. if you can play for three minutes, you might play. Yeah. Or you only have 15 minutes for a couple games. I want to say my first impression of this was like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All mm. right. I, I, You know, JPEG Battler, they are pulling out, it seems, from all the nines on this. So these JPEGs are in 3D. They animate. They look 3D. And they're probably the sickest looking cards in any JPEG uh, brawler I've seen so far. <laughs> like, the cards look phenomenal. And the aesthetics, too, I'm seeing in the gameplay looks really good. It does the Hearthstone thing of like when you play an ability, lasers shoot out of the cards and they say sweet lines and all the all the trappings of Hearthstone, but it actually looks like an advancement on that stuff. It looks very mobile yeah. focused. Uh There will be a PC version. There will be. Okay. Yeah, this was so it's for PC <clears throat> and mobile, but they're launching mobile first. Which is a you know, the only difference in this and Hearthstone is they launched PC first and then mobile, but we always knew mobile was coming. Um, John, you put, you spent a fair amount of time in Hearthstone. Does the ex Hearthstone team working on this thing and now finally having a game, you know, soon ready to play in this form? Are you how how are you feeling about oh, it? Well, I mean, immediately I'm a huge uh, Marvel fan. I like the comic books and. Back in the day when I was a a young lad before I read any comic books, uh, I collected the I think it was the tops or, you know, whoever was doing them like Marvel cards where it would, you know, you get your your cards and on the back would be their power stats and all of that. Uh, And this mimics some of the art style of some of that. I love the way the cards look in this. I do, too. I think they look awesome i'm so in love with the look of this game that like it's making me go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try this and i i am i'm 100 percent gonna try this one so everybody i i'm gonna download a mobile mobile game i'm gonna download a mobile game uh if it if it does have a lot of like gotcha mechanics if i start spending money on it uh it will be a very short-lived marvel game um but you know i played a good deal of that league of legends card game and got a nice experience there and you know i think it's very possible to play these games without putting money into it or a ton of money into it 
And uh, I'm willing to give it a go based on how it looks. Because uh, again, I I just think the look of this is really cool. Even, even the names, like just being the font of their comic. Yes. Title, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a nice. And the way those there. cards rotate out and do that pseudo 3D thing just for a hot second while they're folding toward you and then going and landing. You have to kind of watch it to see it. But that's really rad. Like it almost seems like all your cards are gold cards. Like they all seem yeah. really fancy. <laughs> So I'm I'm, I mean, I, I reserve, you know, uh, an opinion until I play it and see, you know, what's, what's the monetization behind this? Like how aggressively are they going after, you know, your wallet and your money and all of that. But from purely how the game looks, I think it looks fun. Do would I rather have a PC version? Yes. That like, that's the version I want to see, especially, you know, liking the art, want to see it on a big monitor, not on my phone. But uh, I'll probably give it a go and and try it on mobile if it's you know free or whatever. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I I know a lot of people were like, oh, John's gonna hate this. I not in principle, <laughs> but again, it depends a lot on how they go after my wallet. Mm. Like card games and Pokemon Go have kind of been my exception to the mobile rule. Um, because oh, I, I mean, I have to say that I've played Hearthstone and I've played League of Legends on my phone. I can't pretend I didn't. So mm-hmm. Legends of Runeterra is pretty great. I mean, it has a good single player mode. I don't know if this will. Maybe it won't matter because the games are so short. It'll be fun to play PvP. But, you know, if they do it right, you should be able to have a lot of fun for free. I guess yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm more excited about like, this um, than the Blizzard game, the stupid shards of Monkey Land or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> the, the, tower, exactly. the reverse tower defense game. Yes, that the 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 Clash of Clans ripoff or the Clash Royale ripoff. I'm way less interested in that than I am this. This at least looks think, new and I interesting. Think, I think Warcraft Arc like Rumble does suffer because of the current state of Blizzard. I think if WoW was still going strong and we were in a good place with the Blizzard, we would look at that as like, well, it's just an extra game. I, I feel like. It does color our perspective on. It. I know you hate tower defense games. Too. I do hate them. Even though Age of Darkness is pretty good, you should look at them. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> you don't like that style. Of game. I just okay. don't. I don't know why. I mean, um, I, you you could argue there are, are there are games I like and play that are sort of tower defensey. Like, I mean, in some ways, Loop Hero has tower defense mechanics. But I don't think of it that way at all. No, no, it's not. A, it's not, it's not the same. Call that tower defense. It's no. not the same. But you're still trying to like got to be creative about where I play stuff for this loop around a thing, and like in you some like ways, breaker though. Uh, yeah, that's true. I do. That's tower defense. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Waves destroy it. I don't know if I like but it. But it's I like it's it. the low effort. Here's a linear path, and put things on the path, and just watch them blow up. That's yeah, the, I don't like that. That's the worst case. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Anyway, but let's not talk about war, uh, Warcraft, Arc Light, Rumble. Let's talk about Snap because it it's actually looks it, it's really sick looking, and like even a part of me is like, you know, I don't know. It's it's Ben Broden team. They're they're going to do a good job of this. Like uh, I, I would I would set aside any reservations until I tried it. It's also Marvel who doesn't let stuff get this far along without massive oversight. So, but I mean, like, yeah, but it's it's like not every game I'm gonna like just because it has the Marvel name tag on no, it. Like, I not. really feel like 
what's interesting about this isn't the Marvel for me. What's interesting about this isn't that it's Marvel. It's that it's Ben Brode and Young Wu, and they left to make their own TCG because obviously they wanted. They didn't want to stay. Hearthstone is an overwhelming success. Why would you want to leave in the height of its? Was still going strong when they left, but you know they left to do this. It surprised me. So I'm really curious I, about what they've done. Yeah, I am too. Did they, we didn't get any kind of date out of this, right, Bo? Like no, um, no release date or anything, did we? No, no. But uh, beta is open for Android. I signed up with it <laughs> as soon as I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna sign up. It's Android, but I can play on BlueStacks. I'm pretty sure. So um, we'll see if I get in. But I definitely want to give this a go. Windows 11 will let you play it native. I think. That their deal, right yeah, but now? that's coming later. It's not releasing at the same time. No, so I mean the release plan is. Uh, no, I mean Windows 11 will let you run native Android right now. Oh, I don't have 11. Yeah, well, I haven't tried. I'm it. Waiting a bit. I'm, I don't want to disrupt my life that much right now, so I'm still on 10. <clears throat> no, I'm with you. It's actually been kind of a pain in some ways. Um, yeah, so I'm actually really excited about this. I'd like a quick, casual mobile game. Uh, if the, if the funds there, I, I I'm all in on something like this. So. Yeah, play it. See what's up. I think the PC and version sounds interesting. The, I'd like they've that done too. something really interesting with the cosmetics. So Hearthstone had the card backs as a cosmetic. Mm-hmm. So this one they can just do tons of alternate art. Like they, that's where oh, you yeah. see the weird, you know, like Chibi Galactus and then a cool looking Venom and yeah. all that. So there's going to be a lot of cool art things. Game looks fantastic, and the mechanics are interesting. So this is also uh, a mini artifact game, aka that hot TCG from. Oh, the Valve TCG. Uh, Mm. Yeah, so the mechanics are there are three locations, a.k.a. three boards, three fields of play, and they all interact with one another, and you have to win two of the three fields to win the match. Yeah. Which is literally, it was more involved in Artifact, but it's what Artifact was. You had three battles going concurrently while playing. (laughs) it's It's just interesting how you're like, oh, they've taken these mechanics and this will probably be successful. Like this game looks like it's going to be a success. You can already tell it's, it's yeah. yeah. I have a feeling it will do quite well. And I, it now finally explains why the other Marvel card battler game that exists is only in certain markets and not in the States or other certain other markets. I think they were waiting for this to make this the main flagship card battle game here. I, I don't know. I can't tell. There's a weird thing, though. There's a game floating around that just never got here that if you wanted to, you could log into, like, the New Zealand site. It's not just a beta thing. It's just, like, straight up just not in this territory. I forgot the name of it. Marvel one? Yeah, I forgot the name of it, though. Brian knows this because he loves that stuff, but I'll have to look it up. Anyway, it looks neat. Sign me up. I'll play. I'll play this game. Yeah, I'm kind of stoked for it. The only thing is I just... Anyways, it's fine. It's just hate mongering. Not hate mongering, fear mongering. Yeah. Because, you know, I prefer my 60 card decks, and but magic's still around. It's, it's fine. Oh, you can it's, still play your, yeah, your magic and your hearthstones and your others. The part know. of me that cringes at like three minute matches and like the decks are going to be 10 to 15 cards. They're like, why do you need 60 cards when really you just need 10 or 15? And I'm like, because it's fun to have a big, thick pile of cards. Because <laughs> I want a lot of cards. All right. Yeah. But I get for what they're trying to do, that probably does work best. I just don't like it when they talk about it. Like, why are we doing 60 cards? Some of us like to have thousands of miniatures or thousands of cards or whatever the nerddom. That's part of the, the 
aesthetic and feel, you know? Yeah. And I feel nothing is going to supplant 60 or in the case of elder dragon, elder dragon Highlander, <laughs> a thick 100 cards <laughs> stack of completely sleeved cards that, and you know, you bring your little like motorcycle gloves and you're ready to play a hot game of magic yeah. full of arcane rules. Like, but it's not trying to supplant that, but I just, I don't like it when they talk about it. They talk a little bit like, you know, I don't, I don't think they mean it, but they talked a little bit like, you know, what's the point when you can do this? It's like, I think know, they're, they're, they are, you know, you're not being genuine. You yeah. know, you know, it's fun to have a giant pile of them. And I know Ben bro does cause he literally streams his magic elder dragon Highlander games. So yeah, he loves yeah. that stuff. Just keep it real guys. That's all. Do you have a pair of biker gloves you would wear for, uh, no, no, no. But when I would go to the when I would go to Magic the Gathering tournaments, there was one there was one guy. He he kind of looked he had the, he, he had the look of some, you know, um is it Mr. Glass from Unbreakable? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like he kind of had that vibe going on. He'd come with his magic cards and he was really good at Magic Gathering and he was a young black man, but he had these gloves on, these motorcycle gloves and he kind of had this like kind of capish looking trench coaty sort of thing like he just looked like he was a that's, wizard from hogwarts that's cool coming to play magic <clears throat> and he was like i got owned by him and i'm like you know he's younger than me and i'm just like god damn this guy's this guy's good at magic and he looks cool too yeah <laughs> he looks like a wizard he doesn't actually look cool he, people would be like well, what a weirdo yeah but in my mind you know in the community it's like it stands out anyways that's sure why. sure um, I mean, well, those spells, slinging spells, that makes your hands hot. You got to protect them, you know? That's true. So, yeah, look, I guess forward to this. Um, I don't know how many artists they lost at Blizzard then went with Second Dinner. But a lot of those got to be on contract, too, right? Some they of these might be, but the, well, I, yeah, I assume that like the actual card art, I think tons of that's just from Marvel, but this key art looks like Blizzard art. Like, I wonder who they yeah, got. It's... They took somebody over who's awesome, and that's good for them. Because I'm getting kind of a, a lot like of a, artists left. I mean, a lot of the big. Actually, when we were watching Kent Eric Kent Eric Hagman, I think that's his name. I'm probably getting it wrong. He was a balance guy on Heroes. Oh no way! And he, he's he's one of the guys that are in there. I'm like, oh shit, I recognize them. We used to wait for news and and do the AMAs on Heroes with that guy. I I think we might have. No, we didn't interview him, but I saw him. Hmm. At at BlizzCon, at the thing that no, at the Heroes 2.0 event that John and I went to. Oh, that one, yeah, um, yeah. I think we saw him there. Very nice. Anyway, well, look forward to that yeah. coming this year. I met Ben Brode too, by the way. Yeah, he's I, super nice. I chatted with Ben Brode. He's yeah, great. same. He's, he's super fun. super nice guy. I talked to him yeah. back when they had the day uh, the sorry the year they announced Hearthstone, and he looked terrified the entire time. He just looked terrified because mm. they were like mm. suddenly it was all real and you were making this game and. You know, prior to that, he was had a much smaller role on other teams. Yeah, that's good now for he them. Posts his Hearthstone raps on YouTube. Yeah, good for those guys. Yeah, he's less shy. Uh, Sony released the initial lineup of all their PlayStation Plus change Rooney that's happening in in June, and it's not that great. It's okay. It's gonna get me to. <laughs> it's gonna get me to buy into the middle service, but they did nothing to the basic service. So the the ten dollar a month one staying the same. Um. And that makes it so you can play multiplayer games and so that you can get the one or two, three, whatever free games a month. That's the exact same system as they've had forever with Plus. So that's staying the same. Mm-hmm. And, and and by the way, to hoard off, hoard off, to block a bunch of emails that I will get about this. I know that free to play games don't require Plus to play them. 
free-to-play multiplayer games. So if you want to play Apex Legends, you want to play Fortnite, you want to play, you know, a hundred of those other games, they, yes, you can play them without paying for it. And that's also now true on Xbox. You don't need uh, to pay to play those free-to-play games. But if you want to play multiplayer in, uh, I'm just trying to think of a premium game here, um, Last of Us, one, or did two didn't have the multiplayer, did it? The one did not yet. It's supposedly going to get it at some point, though. So if it gets it or whatever multiplayer game you're buying, you can't play those games without paying for the basic plus service. That's what I'm saying. I know that the free to play games have an exception. Okay, so quit sending me emails about it. So now that we all know that whenever I say multiplayer, you'll understand what I mean. Okay, moving on. Sorry, I got a really gnarly email the other day and apparently I haven't gotten it out of my system. All right, here's the lineup. Uh, I'm not going to read all these because it's huge. And I did a whole thing on a YouTube video about this. If you want to see me go through every game, um, I kind of regret it now. But anyway, the PlayStation Studios games uh, that you're going to get. Let's see. This is which level? Uh, This is... Hold on. I want to make sure I get this the right one. Here we go. Uh, The PlayStation Studios stuff. Alienation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone. A whole bunch of PS4 uh, games that you know and love. Demon Souls, that's the PS5 remake. Or not remake, remaster. Uh, Everybody's Golf, although that's in Japan, I think. I'm not sure we get that here. Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut for PS4 and PS5. That's good news. That's a really cool game. God of War, Gravity Rush 2, uh, Gravity Rush Remastered. Those are actually kind of cool. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Infamous Last Light. Uh, The new game, not the Horizon Zero Dawn's on there, but Horizon... Forbidden West is not on there. Um, neither is anything that's super new. I, I have to admit, I was a little surprised to see Ghost of Tsushima on there because I think they could have held off. But the two Spider-Man games are on here. Uh, that is to say the remastered uh, PS4, PS5 game with the new Peter Parker dude in it. And then the new Miles Morales game are included also. Matterfall, Medieval, uh, Patapon 1 and 2, Rezo Gun, Returnal, Shadow of the Colossus, Tearaway Unfolded, Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted, Nathan Drake Collection. Uh, that's the PS4 version of that, though. It's important to note it's not the new PS5 version, so it's a little bit weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uncharted 4, Thief's End, PS4 again, PS4 also for Lost Legacy, and then the Wipeout Omega Collection, which I already have that. Um, that's your first party stuff that will be in that central tier and above. So, so the, what do they call it? Extra. Hold on. Yeah. PlayStation plus extra. will have all those. Then you got third party partners. This, this is not that great of a list. It's okay. But like Ashen, the big ones, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, although that requires a, uh, Ubisoft plus membership. So it's a, that one's a little funky. 16 bucks. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. But it's in there if you wanted it. Um, Batman Arkham oh, really? Knight, Celeste, uh, City Skylines, Dead Cells. A bunch of these are on Game Pass. So that might be some of these are familiar. Um, let's see. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition. That's the car dude one, right? A bunch of car guys running around in a car. Hollow Knight, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is also on Game Pass. Mortal Kombat 11, which is also on Game Pass. NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2. That's kind of a big one. Um, a bunch of others. I'm not going to read them all. Artful Escape. Let's see. I think it's worth noting, yeah. just real quick, just to just to let everybody know. Yeah. Um, the only games on here that are PS5 is Death Stranding and Death Stranding Director's Cut. Yeah. Demon Souls. 
Destruction All-Stars, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, yeah. Returnal, yeah. That's it for the first party Sony, the for all, the first yeah, party ps4 game uh and oh. then for third party assassin's creed valhalla control uh, marvel's guardians of the galaxy mortal kombat 11 nba 2k 22 the artful escape yep. those are the only ps5 titles everything else so is there's PS4. 10 ps5 titles and it's all PS4. yeah wow. then keep in mind these are play- ps4 titles playable on your ps5 and many of them right, have faster but frame i, rates I think stuff. it's just worth noting like you know uh, in the case it's of some games. of these there are ps5 versions of these games yeah oh yeah no that that's the weird bit like the the i think the uncharted stuff being all on there i know it's new and maybe they'll roll it in. And I know you can't look, they can't fire every gun they have on day one, right? They got to like spread some of this stuff out and get people excited for the long haul. So them holding off on a few of these doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I don't know that it would, it's going to excite too many people though. I mean, here's the thing in all fairness, game pass is made up on the, on the console side is made up of a ton of, of Xbox one games as well. Uh, but I don't really I, when I when I fire that stuff up, I don't even think about it. I'm just playing video games like I would on a PC almost. Well, it's you like, don't have to think about it because if it exists in a Xbox Series X form, that's the version you get. That's the version. Like, you and get. I, yeah. I think that's where my problem is. So I, I'll say my opinion right off the bat. I don't think it's fair to compare what PlayStation is doing to Game Pass because I don't think they're one to one products like right. It's hard to avoid that conversation because you got a subscription service that gives you a lot of games on Microsoft side. And then you got a subscription service for PlayStation that gives you a lot of games. But I feel like with their goals, they are so different as to what they provide the the person, uh, whoever's paying for it. I think that it's a little unfair to compare them. And that's what everybody seems to want to do. So I'm, I'm trying not to do that. But I do think my issue at its core with PlayStation is because they haven't offered, you know, you get whatever the best version of a game is. They've kept it separate. There's a PS4 version. There's a PS5 version. And they've they've always had this kind of clear cut differential between those. It feels it makes the waters murkier. And when they put out a list of games that you get. And it's the PS4 version instead of the PS5. It feels a little disingenuous to me. Yeah, I I don't love it. Yeah, I I mean, free games are better than no games. So you know, maybe don't look a gift horse in the mouth. But at the same well, time, think, it, it just think, it just feels weird. I think it's reasonable to say, give me the best version of what you got for a subservice. It should be simple for people to. Consume I I agree product. with that. Yeah. This, the, like even you, on that basis alone, like yeah. it's like whatever that like you're marketing it and and the quality. So now you're saying you're ripping people like you're double billing. Like, oh yeah, I played Spider Man or whatever game PS4 version. If I want the PS5 version, I gotta buy the full box price. Like, yeah. no, I already played it. Yeah, you're just trying to get me to double down on money for no reason. Oh, and that should. I'm glad you said that because this PlayStation or sorry, the Marvel Spider Man first game is not the ps5 game it's the ps4 game PS4 only. that's why i brought up one of the one of them is both ps4 and ps5 i think miles morales yeah miles morales like. is, yeah. yeah but the original spider-man there's no reason PS4. they couldn't throw that in there the ps5 version of that right. which is great it's really well done what they did to it 
no complaints, but there's no reason that's not on this list. I don't I actually really don't understand that. I would have I would have been more surprised or I would have been less surprised if they would have had no Miles Morales on this list and just had the PS5 remaster of 2018's game. But but yeah, Bo, I completely agree with Bo on that. I think it's a weird thing to do, you know, giving away all these Uncharted's and not just putting on that freaking Nathan Drake collection that already exists, that's and already John, PS5 ready. Yeah. So anyway, agree, there's that. So you agree with John too? I just don't. I feel like I stole his agreement. Oh, did you take his agreement? <laughs> it's fine. John was like, "Here's all the great reasons." And I'm like, "Yeah," and I just want to make sure John's included. Well, okay. In if the goal of this thing is, and I have to imagine it is, and I said this on the YouTube video, the goal is to do this: you buy a console, even if it's a PS4, whatever. You take it home, and now instead of, well, what game did you get? Oh, well, I didn't get one yet. I got to wait until Christmas or whatever. All of that goes away. Now you're like, I paid 15 bucks a month, $14.99, and I now have this access to all of these games. I think that accomplishes this goal. Do you see what I'm saying? Like this gets them yeah, at absolutely. least there. Sure. So that if I buy a new console and I get it home, I've got shit to do right out of the gate. And I have a lot and of maybe choice, you know? Young Billy doesn't not go to the difference between PS4 or PS5 Spider-Man. Probably the, not. The, the thing that He's always I always think about yeah. is remember when the, the PS4 uh, announcement happened and they really just took the piss out of Microsoft because oh, yeah. they they were like, here was here was the, the Xbox One, all these complicated things. And then they were like, here's how you share a game with your friend on the PlayStation. And they made that little snarky video that I thought was awesome. I was so happy with Sony doing this because I thought Microsoft deserved those lumps, but they do that thing where he goes here and he hands his friend a disc and he goes, thanks. (laughs) And like, they really were making good fun of how complicated Microsoft had made a very simple concept. Yeah. And I feel like this is the exact opposite of that because I, I don't remember now. I don't have a PS5 or easy access to a PS5 is a better way to say it. So I can't remember how it worked. But I thought to get the PS5 version of Marvel Spider-Man, you either needed the collector's edition of Miles Morales or you had to pay for an additional extra on top of it. And that got you it. That is correct. Uh, OK, so I get Miles Morales for free. Does that mean I can then just buy the little upgrade and get the PS five version. What happens if I then cancel my service? Uh, Does that go away? Do I lose access to the PS five version of Spider-Man? Like this is what I mean by it muddies the water. All of a sudden I have all these questions about how something works when it feels like it should be the easiest thing in the world. Do I have access to this game? Yes. And if yes, is it the best version of the game that exists out there? Yes. And I think it should be that simple. And I don't think it's, consumer friendly to not be i've never agreed with you more and Bo to an extent because you're both kind of saying the same thing i agree with you guys 100 on this it's a mistake for them to do that they can still iron it out with time 100 though 100 this should be like netflix while i have netflix and i'm sub to it i have access and when i'm not sub to it i don't have access when i do have access to it it's everything that's available. And if one of the movies is 4K, sweet. I got a 4K movie out of the deal. If some of them are standard def, fine, whatever. They're just what they are. They're not holding back high def versions because I'm, you know, need to go pay separate for a movie. Like that's how it needs to be. Turn the water on, turn the water off. It's either on or it's off. And when it's on, it should be everything is available. And the best versions of what you have are available. And when it's off, you just don't. And instead, it just feels weird. Like, I own the PS4 version of 
um, Spider-Man. But for me to get the PS5 upgrade for that and Miles Morales, the only reasonable thing for me to do is to buy the combo. And even looking at this, I think it was still the best choice because they were just going to give me a PS4 version of that game again. It's weird. It's very I'm weird. I'm going to save you emails will because I already see it in chat and I thought it too when you said it. And you will get emails on this. Uh, Netflix charges more for 4K. Oh, I should. So yeah, technically, so. they they do charge for higher quality. La- last, but I get yeah. I get your point though. Like the point is more like you know what you're getting. There isn't guesswork in this. There is guesswork to this. Like you can't look at a list of games for PlayStation and go, "Oh, I know exactly what I'm getting." They have to denote what system it's for. Yeah. For me to understand which version of that game I'm getting, and I just don't think that that's very. I don't think yeah, that's very good. I don't example, even in the Netflix example, it tells you when you sign up, you're going to get 1080p, but not 4K. But pay yeah. more, and you'll get the 4K. Like it's very simple. Yeah, so and it's, it's not, universal. It's not, yeah. it's not a case of well, some movies offer 4K, but you're not going to get the 4K for those. Like you, you know what you're getting when you pay for it. Yeah, this one is not a hundred percent. There you go. Clear. Yeah, I should, maybe HBO Max or Hulu or somebody's a better example because they don't have a weird. 4k yeah, disney has four you know whatever's available in 4k they yeah disney plus is even better example but my okay so here's where things get real muddy for me because as 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 somebody who's just buying a playstation and don't doesn't have all the connections we to all of this stuff and all this way we're thinking because i agree with you 100 percent. but if some mom's getting it for their kid and they know they can just throw down 15 bucks their kid's happy they're off to the races they got their Fortnite plus all these games to play they're good so i get that that solves a problem for sony um, here's where it gets murky for me. The next level up, which is called premium, it's $19.99 a month. This includes classic games and third-party classics, but man, is this list shitty. No offense, Sony. You guys are great, but man, this is bad. There's first of all, there's no PlayStation 2 games in this at all. Zero. No one's explained that or why or said anything about it. But zero PS2 in this catalog. Uh, here's what you got. PlayStation Studios, uh, Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf. These are all original PlayStation games. IQ, Intelligent Cube, Jumpin' Flash, Siphon Filter, Super Stardust Portable for the PSP. The, the, the lone PlayStation, or the lone PSP game, by the way. Um, third-party partners, Mr. Driller from Bandai Namco, Tekken 2 by from Nam- Namkai, Namkai? Bandai Namco. Namkai. Worms World Party from Team 17 and Worms Armageddon from Team 17. So two Worms games in the classic uh, third party catalog there. And that seems garbage to me. That's a bad list. I mean, there's some other stuff like Ape Escape 2 for the PlayStation. It'll play on the PlayStation 4. Uh, These are, you know what, I should have made this clear. That's the classic games catalog. This is the remaster classic games catalog I'm about to tell you. Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Fantavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X Combat Racing, Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, and Wild Arms 3. Uh, Third Party, Bioshock, uh, Remastered, Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm, Full Clip Edition, there you go. Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning. <laughs> yeah, let's do it now. And the Harry Potter uh, collection of Lego games. So Bulletstorm's great. That's although it's like two cents on Steam, but yeah. Those aren't great though. Everything about that list. It's just kind of like, ugh, why would I pay? I know it's only another five bucks, but 
I'm not paying for that. That's they have these are stupid. One of the most like celebrated like collections of classic video games, like rivaled only by Nintendo. Yep. Like I, I would agree. put PlayStation's classic catalog up against anybody except Nintendo and say, hands down PlayStation wins. And even then I think you would find people, if you had the full catalog that would go, I'd prefer PlayStation. Yeah. And this is what they put out. Like this is a shockingly small bit when they are clearly pulling from PlayStation, PSP, they theoretically PlayStation 2, none of it's on here, uh, though there are some PS2 games in the remastered category that are PS4. Uh, PS3 streaming, which we didn't read, but there is a decent amount there, but it's only available via streaming, which was already a part of their service before. Yeah, um, that's just PlayStation then, now again, so same deal. Yeah, It's just, it's surprisingly it's surprisingly bad. Yeah. And I, I, it, they, it, to me, yeah. Like, I think if you own a PlayStation, their middle tier option is a, is a no brainer. I think it's a good deal. I, 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 I think it's a, a, a great thing to get, but I think this top tier, like that's shockingly sad. Sorry to interrupt, but this game, the first sentence here says, uh, we are pleased to share with you an early look at some of the games that we. Oh, okay. So they, in theory, they could have more, but oh, they could. They- but and like I said earlier, they're not going to spill all their popcorn in the lobby. They're going to keep a hold of big things for later, for sure. But but I don't think this is a well, great like what launch. you said, Scott. Was there? They got to have content to release month. Like you can't just have a streaming service and not have a cycle of games come in and out. Right. Right. Um. So. That's definitely if they're doing it right. That's definitely going to happen. So twelve months on, if they add, I don't know how many games per month they add. Game Pass is averaging it seems like six. Usually, 10. sometimes surprise ones too. They keep surprising me with stuff. It's like, oh yeah. So you know, there could be six to ten per month for these guys. So that's sixty more games to add to this list. You know what's I think hilarious? The point still stands about the classic games being missing though. But. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know what's hilarious? I just realized <laughs> nowhere on this list is Sony's own, uh, and it would really help from a sports perspective. I guess NBA two, NBA, NBA 2K22 is on here, but <laughs> the show is not on here. How are you? How, how is Game the Pass? Game. <laughs> game Pass has the show 22 and 21. Your game's not even on in this. I don't get it. That's Oh my gosh. Is that going to... I hope that changes. That's they, they really might be, weird. They might be a separate entity with different powers within the group. Because <laughs> I know Daybreak used to be Sony Online Entertainment, right? But yeah. it was like, yeah, I never really thought of them as a Sony company, right? Like they have EverQuest, they have Planet Side, they have all these games. But it's like, yeah, it's SOE, it's Sony, but like, if it. It could have been a, an entirely separate company for all I could tell or, or care about, you know. So I don't know. Maybe Sony Game Studios is, is functions a little bit independently of the uh, console. Uh, Possibly, it's weird um, though. Like that game's on the console, and that used to be an exclusive for the last twenty five years. So I don't know what they're doing. It's really they weird. They do to me. say uh, down at the bottom that they're doing a monthly refresh for both of these. Um, well, for all three tiers, they're going to be doing a monthly refresh. Uh, not uncommon. Game Pass does a, a, a monthly refresh. Actually, it feels like it's not even monthly. Sometimes it feels like it's week to week. Uh, but that 
you know, you never really know how much you're going to get, what's going to go away. Usually I think things going away tends to be a monthly thing, Mm -hmm. whereas new stuff coming in seems to be week to week. You see more of that, uh, at least with Xbox. Don't know what that's going to look like for them. Don't know how that's going to work with, you know, if that's how you're playing Miles Morales again, like, and you end up buying the upgrade to be able to play the PS5 version of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means for you if they decide to cycle that out and what options they're giving you. I think it just makes a lot of questions, which is which is where my the hard part for me is, but I still stand by. I think getting the middle tier service, if I had a PS5, would be a no-brainer. As yeah. much as I'm nitpicking about the little things in this uh, that I think they need to fix and work on, I, I think at least the middle tier, if you have a PS5, especially if you have a family that plays a lot of games, um, I think it's a no-brainer to get. Yeah, and a I lot think of those probably a pretty decent. Service a lot of those PS4 maybe. games will get bumps in frame rate and some other stuff too. They already have, so you know you're going to get better versions of those games, even if they're not technically PS5s, uh, PS5 exclusives, but. I, I agree with you. I think simplicity would help them. Also, you just it, you just said something that that made me think. I don't know if I want to bet they're going to do this, but I really hope they don't rotate the, their own games out of this system. Like the first party stuff should just freaking be there when they add it and stay there, because it's Sony doing this, and they should keep Sony games available and not rotate those out like Microsoft is not rotating out any Microsoft owned games. So that means you're never going to not have the, the, the Bethesda games and the, you know, whoever else they own and including their own stuff, that'll all stay in perpetuity. The only stuff that rotates out is third party. If they don't, if Sony does a rotation of their own stuff, I'm going to be annoyed. That will annoy me because they should, that's, that's dumb. Like these are yeah, your games. I'm, you have control over it. Make your service really worth it by keeping your shit in there. Um, otherwise, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to start up or run a Super Stardust HD, which is great, great game. Uh, well, I guess that's a streamed one, so that doesn't count. But anyway, w- whatever. Take any of these. Uh, I'll say Red Dead Redemption Two. No, that's third party. Let's say Last of Us Remastered. I'm playing that. Oh, wow! Look at me, Ellie and her stuff, and the guns and the whatnot, and the zombie and the. Freaking uh, mushroom heads. It's great. I'm having a great time. <laughs> and then uh-huh. suddenly That's they go. Perfect oh. description of that game, too. Everybody's just having a hoot and holler. A hoot and holler. Good time. You, yeah, you can buy it. Yeah, well, I could buy it. And they'll probably encourage me to and probably give me a break because it's, you know, some plus discount. But F that. Don't do that, Sony. They haven't said, but I don't they want them. said. I would hope, you know, I'm okay and I understand where they're coming from with the slower rollout. Like, this is a new game. We're not going to put brand new games on there. You know, we, this is not our, this is not how we are going to make our money. That's fine. But if it, if it's a case of those older games get cycled out to have like weird exclusivity windows, that's, that's strange. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Like it's strange. Yeah. I can see them doing it though, but it would be weird. I hope not. Um, anyway, we'll see what they do. Like they even said themselves, this list isn't final. They've got two weeks, three weeks until this kicks in. So I will be signing up for the middle tier to try it. Um, and my biggest, my biggest question remains, where are these PS2 games? I think that's just weird. Like they're not even streaming the PS2 games. If you can stream the PS3 games, why aren't the PS2 games being streamed? And yes, like John pointed out, some of these remasters are PS2 games technically, but they're PS4 remasters i want to know 
You know, that's it's only the highest selling console of all history. You'd think you might want a few of those on your service. I don't know. Maybe the that emotion engine was just too hard to program for. I don't I don't freaking know. Who knows what they're doing? All right. Uh so good luck. There's a thing. And like I said, I will definitely be getting it as I think the lone PS4 owner, or three uh, five owner in here. Um but I don't know. If, even if you're a PS4 owner, I think this is a pretty good value. If you only got a couple of games and you're like, I just need I just need games. I think that middle tier is going to be okay. Yeah, I, I'm considering it, even though I don't play the PS4 all that often. Like getting access to a bunch of games sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, let's play games. I like games. Yeah. All right, check this out. Uh, PlayStation, or sorry, Old World. Remember Old World? Uh, it's like Civilization, except uh, you'd never get out of the old old world. <laughs> Uh, I talked about it a lot when it when it came out on early access on the Epic Store. I bought it there, played the hell out of it, came out 1.0, and then here we are about a year later, and Steam's getting it. Uh, Steam and good old games, I should say. Um, if you guys didn't get that in the first place, maybe now's the time. That's a really cool game. Old World is good. I kind of yeah. Pre- I put it on here just because we've talked about it a lot. It's this weird mix of uh, civilization, but with some of the Crusader Kings kind of elements thrown in there as well, where you got a little bit more decision making and dynasty and you know mm-hmm. character customization options thrown in there. And uh, anytime we talk about a game that you know, is maybe exclusive and goes wider. I think it's good to let people know that you can find it on other platforms. You never know if there's any bows out there that are like, I am not going to play a game on Epic. Yeah. Now you have your chance to play it. Yeah. Cause it's somewhere else. It's really good. So if you are just itching for that turn-based Civ stuff, this is the one that really scratched that itch for me this last year. The one, what was the other one that everyone would look forward to, but it kind of fizzled. Um, shit. I mean, Crusader Kings three was pretty, anticipated oh that's a yeah that one's a big one people like that game i'm what am i trying what's the one i'm thinking of um it's not that it's another very civ like like you know oh anyway that thing came out that the 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 endless endless space people made it oh yeah i know what you're talking a man for all mankind or something no that's a tv show Eh, whatever it is mankind Humankind. Humankind. I got there. I made it. I That's it. it. That is it. Oh, humankind. 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 People kind of just fell off of that. I think the I think the superior game was this. I think I think Old World is is very good and it's weird focus on on your dynasties and your your uh who inherits. In some ways it's like slow motion rogue legacy <laughs> kind of because you're you've got these inheritances and they come from a weird marriage you had and that guy's a little hot-headed and but the daughter's not maybe you make your first queen and she's in charge like there's a bunch of bunch of cool shit in there it's good and i also like these games when they don't try to i don't want to make tanks i mean i do but not in this game i don't want to go make a bunch of tanks and missiles and nukes <laughs> just you know cap it before we get to the 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 industrial revolution or whatever and and i'm good I want to make tanks, but there is a point where you're researching plastics and you're just like, what have I done? with Yeah, what have I done? My favorite part of Civ was always the first ancient stuff. That's what I love the most. And even like what uh, uh, um, Age of Empires, you know, I like I liked messing around in the older times. I guess they never got modern. But everything God's just up there thinking the same thing. I hate this modern era. <laughs> they just sit at home. They just sit on their ass, watch videos, 
listen to podcasts. They don't do anything. This is way more interesting when they had to fight for it a little bit. Researching a bunch of <laughs> crypto coin and yeah. the microchip. This has been a mistake. Yeah, that's, I wonder if it is a truly a great big Civ game in the sky. It's probably what he what he thinks. Um, Tabroom just mentioned. I did see it hit the uh, store the other day, but V Rising is supposed to be super good. I have it in my cart in steam because yeah. i really want it because i like the look of it it looks like uh it looks like if legacy of kane and what's the game bo's been playing a lot of valheim, oh, Val- had, valheim. A, had a baby yeah yeah kind of isn't um, it an arpg though no it's like a survival game right it's, it's yeah but it's isometric view yeah, yeah it is. that's I'm true looking at it now. yeah it's more like diablo it's like a diablo valheim because it's a builder but it's top-down, like, ARPG mechanics. It looks good. I have it on my wish list. I'm, I don't have time. I have, like, 50 new games this week and can't play any of them. That's kind of where I was at. I was in my cart, and I was like, yeah, but look at all the games I bought that I haven't played recently. Does this do, like, the, like ability, item- the abilities look sick. It's from the guys who did Battle Right. Battle Right was a good game. Oh, Battle Right was a good game. I like Battle Right. Studios. Okay. So this is, like, for sure I'm going to purchase at some point, but, like, I mean... I don't know what I'm going to play this. <laughs> so it's like itemized loot and everything. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, you have vampire. So you're a vampire. You have to hunt at night and you can't be out in the day and you do have to build like your manor, but survival is more about finding things to eat and the things you eat give you, uh, give you blood benefits. Yeah. And then you go around doing ARPG style combat. Interesting. I mean, I don't know if it's pure ARPG, but think Battle Right, you know. So like, it's going to be like this kind of arcade action. Like the, it's got Diablo three vibes in terms of how flashy the spell effects and movement abilities mm. are. Mm. It looks awesome. It um, looks really, so. really good. But this month was a, uh, or this week, I should say, was a humble reminder because I don't know if you guys saw this, but Borderlands three is free on Epic right now, and it made me realize that that game became free on Epic before I ever played it after buying it for full price on Epic. <laughs> That's and, my favorite story of the week. Wait, you bought it, you, you bought a free game on Epic? Well, he bought no, it when it launched. I bought it back in the day when it first came out for $60, and I never played it, and now it's free on Epic. Yeah, you can yeah. get you can get it. Good, I mean, man. I thought yeah, I felt bad because two weeks ago I got it on sale for 14 bucks on Steam, yeah. and I went, Woo, I got a deal. This is great. And I've been playing it, and I actually really do like it. But then it shows up for free as a surprise. They, nobody had known. It was a, one of these, like, hey, look what our free game is this week. It's Borderlands 3. I'd forgotten that you had bought that thing in, back when they had an exclusive. I bought thing. it, too. I, he's not alone. I bought it at launch. Mm-hmm. And I also I think I have five hours in it. <laughs> you guys That's five more free. hours than me. <laughs> so. oh, sorry, I didn't pay full price. I bought it on launch on Steam, which was already a year after it came out. Oh. So I think it was only forty or fifty Canadian. Yeah, it was a little less. So, it, it, well, I, well, the original price is seventy nine ninety nine. Although it's nineteen ninety, you can still buy it today for nineteen ninety nine if for some reason you want it on Steam over Epic. And um, I have eleven point eight hours on record. So, like, yeah, man, like. You know, I appreciate the idea behind free games, but also, like, they're worth something, man. Like, I, I kind of hate that this shit gets given away. <laughs> in, in a, not because I have sour grapes about it or whatever, yeah. but, like, it's just, it's just, 
why you, I, I don't know. I, I feel it, it. It's just silly. It's like, what am I paying the seventy dollars for? For the right to play it in a time window? Yeah, kind of. So, so it's not really about the value of the game. Like that's how, because they're so messed up in how they make money, and there's such a race to the bottom <laughs> to get people. You know, they just give this shit away. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's it's. A, I was actually <laughs> I'm really I'm surprised. Old man about it. <laughs> I was really surprised because yeah. the game is all still a good big seller and doing fine and. Sales were actually up in the light or in the shadow of the new uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands thing. People are like, oh, yeah, four or three. I didn't play that yet. That's on sale. I'm going to go play that. So they were already selling more of them. The fact that it's their free game this week came out of freaking nowhere. I think the way you're supposed to look at it, though, with Epic is that I I don't know. Someone please confirm this. But I think (laughs) if you get it for free on Epic, Epic's actually shelling money up. Yeah. So it's not that the developers are giving away. It's that Epic is actually literally giving money to the developers, and you get it for free. That is my yeah. understanding, also. So, so if that's the case, then I'm, I'm, we're, we're completely wrong. And and well, I mean, know, it's still... only free for a week. It's like a, it's a deal. Not everyone's going to take advantage of it, right? Sure. And right. they are. It is money is being spent on it, just not your money. But so my point still stands that, that it was a reminder that I need to not buy video games I don't intend to play. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I just think what I said was kind of stupid, probably. Yeah. But, the lesson. The lesson uh, here, hopefully, is maybe that's part of it too. Is that maybe? Oh, uh, thing is though, John, you probably had full intentions to play it at launch though. You were like, well, yeah, I mean, it. Bo was excited about it and you were interested in it and we were kind of going around about it. And I was like, well, maybe if I get it and something happens, <laughs> I did like to, I didn't like the jokes, but I liked the gameplay a lot. And, you know, maybe like I'll three. play I with somebody. And, it. I need a gameplay yeah, of three is better than two. And I just didn't care. There's other games. And even now I'm like, maybe I should play Borderlands. You guys, Scott was playing it. You're, you got it. Maybe we should play it. But then I'm like. And I didn't put this in the show notes that I meant to, so I'm going to bring it up now. Mm. Uh, there's an officially supported VR uh, version of Deep Rock Galactic coming. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I wonder how and that's going like, to play. I've been, I've been waiting. I've been like, I got to get back to playing Deep Rock Galactic. Every I'm, It's installed. Such a great game. And I just don't. And now that it's on VR, I'm like, oh, I'm yes, I, like. This is absolutely an experience I want to have. It's Deep Rock Galactic in VR. So, is it a project of fans doing it, or is it them putting it in? I there was an art. I, let me go to my Twitter. Some uh, it was uh, provided to me to this morning as uh, a thing here. Uh, let me see by Evan Ottaway. Deep Rock. It's uh, Road to VR. Deep Rock Galactic VR mod gets developer approval near oh. open beta. Okay, so oh, not officially supported, but it is approved by the developers. So that's good. Maybe he's getting tools and support he needs to make it good because they can be janky in like the case of Elden Ring and stuff like that. So yeah, wow, that must be uh, really immersive if you can make it play well. Um, I mean, the Cyberpunk one uh, worked pretty good, but I, I, it's 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 hacking something together with the mod. I feel like if they're able, what I mostly want is I, I kind of don't want to play with controller or mouse and keyboard. It would be nice to have native hand controller mm-hmm. pushes mm-hmm. um so yeah mm. i think you could really do that with this game pretty curious about it um oh, just watching it makes me want to play more of it i do love that game yeah. one of the great oh, co-op playing games. it on vr headset yeah, yeah he's actually doing i think it's the right, guy. probably he's got a mouse and keyboard okay but that's fine uh, you know what not all uh, vr games need to be stand up and, and punch your walls kind of 
experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm perfectly okay with Squadrons. Was I think out of all the experiences, Squadrons was the most immersive from a sit down perspective. Like mm-hmm. I really felt like you're in the ship and you can look up around. It was great. Um, I'm sure Elite Dangerous is good, but man, Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, it's just a game I want to play, and it's these things require friends, and uh, I don't want to be the call out guy, but like uh, you know, we need to find some time to game together, you guys. And I agree. Get into it as much. When we played Demio, um, I was like, oh yeah, right, playing games with friends more. That was I missed that, and then yeah, we have a good time just talking shit and playing playing. No, games, that's great. So. It's totally great. Well, back to this V thing, um, real quick here. Yeah, this conversation may have convinced me because now I was really on the fence because I'm like, I don't want to. Well, OK, let's, this review here. Listen to this. This guy who's playing a bunch of it says a lot of people are referring to this game as Vampheim. <laughs> uh, and mm-hmm. it's a nice buzzword, but I don't think it adequately gets across the actual core of what the game is. It says, yes, you need to eat food to survive. Yes, you need to craft and build. And yes, there are bosses to fight to give you increased power or gains as you beat them. And yes, those bosses are farmable. But the combat is way better. The game has PVP as a core design element. Um, the building is not as good as it is in Valheim. Specifically, it isn't as open or customizable. The buildings do look very nice, but that's because they remove a lot of the freedom from Valheim. They also remove a lot of the stress of building. Overall, I think this game is incredible, and it's the best, quote, I am a vampire experience available in modern gaming, in, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of, I'm, I'm coming around. I was, for, for a while there, I was like, oh, this is just someone capitalizing on Valheim. I don't want to play, but maybe it's more than that. I'm really excited at the idea of playing it. I I genuinely want this game. It oh. looks cool. Like just the the combat itself, uh, the the abilities and the zipping around. Yeah. Plus vampires. I'm gonna, are cool. I'm gonna try it. I'm just like I'm short like two dollars on my PayPal account right now. Yeah. Two two do- Oh, you have two dollars less than it costs. Is that what you're saying or more? Yeah, it's like Canadian twenty two seventy. I feel like I'm asking for someone to give me two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not. I, like, I was I'm like, I'm not gonna finish this set. I've, I've like already I'm asking for money. I've already spent lots of money on my VR purchase this month. Yeah, I'm missing two dollars and one cent off the price. I can hook you up. Account. I'm gonna hook you up after the show. No, 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 no. I, it's fine. It's fine. I, I wasn't I just that was my reason. I was gonna buy know, it. And I'm like, I'm short. So. You like uh, to have money in a place, like you'd like the wallets and stuff, right? Like where you keep the cash on hand inside of a ecosystem like that. Like a, don't, aren't are you the one that was arguing for like, put, put money in your, oh, it's not you. Who am I thinking of? No, no, I'm, I'm too, I don't have money anywhere. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I would wish for it to stay longer in my account and whatever, any form of account. Would I be can't good. remember what it was. It was somebody I was making. It's not, it, you're right. It wasn't you. I was thinking it was you, but it was somebody who I was arguing with. Cause I don't think it's great to put money in like a steam wallet for no reason other than just have it in there. Uh, it's one thing if you got a return and it sits in there until you buy another game, that's fine. But like, you know, Nintendo has their wallet. I think that stuff's dumb because all you're doing is giving them money to earn interest on that you could just be earning interest on. Like, put it in your own bank and why give them money? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but well, that wasn't. I mean, we make that about pre. We, we talk about that with pre-orders, right? Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, and that might be why I thought it was you, but it's someone else. It might be me. It might be me, but it's the pre-orders thing. Yeah. Like I keep money in my PayPal account. I'm not like God damn PayPal making interest on my money. Yeah. Although it's a fair point. You don't think you earn interest in PayPal, so keeping your money in there isn't really a hot. It's not idea. a bank bank. No, it's you secure. Can, you can but, make a whole half a percent if you give it a savings account. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. It'll be rich. Um, all right. Well, anyway, old world coming to everything else. That's the main point there. Yeah. Uh, there are also, we, heard, we learned this week, there are four Steam World games being worked on right now. 
Uh, yeah. We, we knew about one because it kind of teased some animation from Headhunter back. I don't remember when this was. Uh, whatever. One of the showcases. And um, we don't know very we know very little about that except it sounds great and we know it's third person and it's action. It's a turn based tactical shooter slash strategy game. Oh, what? What's yeah. it called? I'm in. I'm in. Which sorry, which game is this? Uh, I well wait, is Headhunter a turn based tactical? Oh wait, shooter? no, it isn't. I read that wrong in the article. I don't think we know yet what Headhunter is, but they so here's what they have going. They're making. Headhunter, whatever it is, third-person action game is all they'll say about that. Then they've got uh, a city-building game in that world, a turn-based tactical shooter. That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. I want a city builder in the Steam World universe. That sounds cool as hell. 100% agree. And then a puzzle game. And this this kind of fits them because this is what they do. They made a Metroidvania with Dig and Dig 2. They made um, uh, an XCOM-like, albeit in sort of 2D, but they did that with uh, Heist. And then the Gilgamesh thing is their card battle deal. I mean, that's what they're doing. This is what these guys do. They just sit around going, hey, what about SteamWorld Dig, the freaking Tetris ripoff? I don't know. Whatever. But I'm fine with it because I really like their games. I think they're incredibly uh, quality experiences, and I'm all for whatever the hell they do. So they're all codenamed by right now. So the turn-based tactical uh, shooter strategy thing is codenamed Caramel. That comes out yeah. in 2024. The puzzle game is called Strawberry. Comes out in 2023. Uh, and That's it's planning, supposedly a mobile game. Yeah, it's a mobile game. Some kind of some kind of puzzle game. And then Coffee is the city builder. Uh, so whatever that is, that'd be cool. I could go for Coffee. That sounds like what I want. Yeah, I right want some now, Coffee out of them. Yeah, like, Coffee sounds great. As cool as Headhunter looks, because I saw some footage of that. Uh, coffee sounds cool as hell. Yeah. I, I like just building their weird machines and like, you know, it's going to be a cool looking city. And I just, that sounds awesome to me. Yeah. I love this, this sort of weird Western steampunk thing that I got going. It's totally my jam. Um, what I can't tell is how soon we're going to get into this. Cause they're very vague about that, but we have years at least. So well, there's that. Um, and I need to finish the gunk cause that's their, that's their one non steam world game they've made. I think. I think everything else has been SteamWorld related. Anyway, uh, moving on to this story. Uh, so King has a diversity tool. I hate this story, but I think it's important so we bring I, it up. Have you, have, you, have you seen this? I did. So Activision Blizzard King, they're trying, they have a tool basically that just says, hey, how diverse is this character we've just put in this game or whatever? Or to build characters, they use this to create this diversity or whatever. Instead of just hiring people with diverse backgrounds and lives that they could maybe contribute to the conversation, they right. instead have this dumb tool that so, looks like a some kind of AI thing. And I don't like it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's an algorithm behind it. It isn't just a pretty infographic that they've made or, or, or work on. This is software for measuring the scale of diversity for their characters to ensure that their products contain representation for minorities and marginalized groups, uh, story body types and story background types and stuff. Yeah. And 
You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up either, but this just has to be dunked on, like resoundly dunked on. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, and and it's you know saddens me that Blizzard continues to bring out the hits here, but you know, it really reminded me. And I posted a, twi- a cryptic tweet that wasn't very obvious, I don't think, about what it was about. That phrenology was a thing, right? You could, by the bumps on your head, you could tell traits about your personality and in the end it was used to rationalize slavery you know mm-hmm. um and in this that's from more of a scientific pseudoscience bullshit perspective but this is pseudoscience bullshit as well because i just i just want to express in reading this that you may look at a person and see diversity because it's different than you but you know uh, uh, a latin person doesn't think of themselves as as diverse they're themselves you know what i mean like this is like uh, this literally reinforces otherization not the opposite like ensuring that you have people labeled as others in your product reinforces the normal standard it does the opposite of what you think it does. And it's very obvious for everyone to see just how you shove your foot so far in your mouth, you're choking on your kneecaps. Well, and that's the other, and, that's the other point I, w- I wanted to make sure we didn't miss here. They're, they're trying to do a little bit of damage control about it right now, but I think it's interesting every time they post anything about it in this big long blog, they put on the official Activision Blizzard site, they keep referring to it as King's diversity space tool. This is something King made. King did it. King did it. Hey, everybody, guess what? Yeah, King except made. all their Overwatch characters are plastered right. well, all over. Overwatch, right. the, like the people on the Overwatch team have. Con- I thought I've read stuff to the effect that this was made by other people and was not are not actually mm. used by the creatives. This was like, you know, the marketing. Like we need to reach new demographics. So let's make sure our products conform to like. And I think it's got it's got legs enough that they thought it would be a good idea to announce to the world that they've uncovered a new pseudoscience. Like there's already low trust in things like Google and Twitter because of search algorithms. Yeah. Last thing we need is a race gender algorithm to ensure products yeah. are palatable for people. People want truth. They want relatability and truth can come from any body shape, any sexual orientation, any skin color, and everyone's truths are a little different, but when so, be, someone's being genuine versus not genuine, aka this, I mean, it just it it's garbage, and I, I can't. Be, it it just shows you how like bad it is inside that whole overall company that they are so out of touch. Yeah, that they would release something like this because, again. People who are of different cultures than you, and if you're white or if you're straight or if you're a man, all right, they are not others. They are just, we are all just people with different experiences. And this like puts a big thick label of like, you, you're an exotic person because you have black skin, (laughs) like, you know, not normal. And it's like, everyone's normal. The point is everyone's normal. And so, yes, they should just hire creators of different experiences to help inform and tell interesting stories and make interesting products. Uh, this is not the way to do it. This is a racist idea of, I don't like it of solving, of solving these things. I think they probably, <laughs> I, I don't want to assume anything other than somebody somewhere may have had 
perfectly good intentions for this. Okay. So before you email us and go, ah, no, nobody can win and it doesn't matter what anyone does. They may have had perfectly good, like they really wanted to do a, make a difference. I think it was wrongheaded, but I don't, maybe they didn't know that or whatever. Let's just say that for a second. But what they ended up making was what you would make for uh, RPG character generation. But in that scenario, let's say a, a, an AI or some kind of algorithm says, well, we're going to put this much into strength, this much into uh, int. We're going to put a little bit of the, this over here make sure they've got a good hit, you know, hit, hit rate or whatever. You can, you can picture that as one of these, one of these charts of like this arrow pushes pretty far into strength because he's a big guy with an ax. And because of that, he's kind of dumb. So he doesn't, blah, blah. we're used to that. Gamers get that in these fake worlds with fake racial tensions, fake, you know, BS magic versus strength versus, you know, warriors versus wizards. Like we get that this sort of thing makes sense in that arena. I feel like they 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 had a thing that's normally a game tool and they turned it around on real human beings to make better game characters but they but they still base it on like real people. That's the mistake. It's just an well, effed no, up it, it, it's in the me- vector of measurement. So everything, you know, if strength in Dungeons and Dragons, if yeah. it's low, you're weak, if it's high, you're strong. Right. So everything here is on a measurement of if you are normal, it's low. So if you're uh, straight, then you have low gender diversity. Mm-hmm. Are, are you are you gender fluid and, and lesbian? Oh, boom, 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 boom! You have eight out of ten. Like, you know what? Like, what are your dice rolls for your sexual orientation? Exactly, your racial. Exactly. Uh, you know, like so. So, like, it's putting it on a scale of normal. To extreme and normal, like who's that spicy Latina who likes to shoot the, uh, you know, the pinatas at people? And it's like, oh, that's very diverse. Let's put like it's so in bad taste, right? Like, like that. That's what this is. Like, it's comically bad. It's like super villain bad. Um, I, I cannot underscore that. Like, I, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of, of bouncing Blizzard, but like this kind of stuff. I'm mainly concerned about the Blizzard side of things. I'm sure there are people internally who feel this way as well. Is so reflects so badly on the company. It's it's just. Well, there were there were two. Ah! There there were people's <laughs> there were people really internally upset about this. I can't remember the exact tweet, but there were people saying like, "It really bothers me that no matter how hard we work, how how much we try to do better." someone at the corporate level is going to do something like this and poison all the goodwill that we're trying to create. And like, so I don't think they like it and I would be extra pissed if I was working there. And this was the kind of stuff that was coming out because this, especially coming from, uh, you know, Activision blizzard King at a time where they're going through what they're going through. It's like the equivalent of like, if you had a a creepy guy in the office and everybody was like, we got to do something about the creepy guy in the office. He is just unnerving everybody it's a real problem. And you, you went up to him and you went like, Hey Richard, you know, I, I got to tell you, you're kind of just giving off a weird vibe to everybody, making everybody uncomfortable. We need to, we need to do something about it. And the next day you came in and he had put together a 250 page memo on why he was not creepy and why he was in fact just a cool dude and they should all be okay with him. And then changed his shoes and was like, there solved. 
You're like, no, you made it worse. Yeah. 250 pages on why you're not creepy. This is creepy behavior. This is not good. This is trying something wrong. If you got to explain the punchline, it's not a funny joke. And if you got to release this and then release a giant press release rationalizing it, you know, it's bad. Yeah. And in fact, <laughs> yeah, like, they keep throwing <laughs> King under the bus is hilarious to me because they yeah, really are. Yeah. They're saying, well, it's a King's tool. The headline, literally King's diversity space tool. It's like not yeah, ours. I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're really trying to give King. They're the, all the, the same. They're all the same little group of companies there, my friend. Well, that's the thing. Nobody. I mean, I have to admit through all of this mess from last summer, especially and forward, I never really lump King into it, even though they're there, you know, they're part of this. I think there's a strategy here for them to like throw this at King because no one's thinking about King anyway. We're all thinking about Blizzard. For yeah. us, we're By barely... the way, King's sexist too, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candy Crush people. They're the worst. I think we're bad. You should see what's going on in that third of the company. Uh, it's very odd. I don't like it. Hopefully they'll... I don't know what they're going to do. Whatever. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, and we'll talk about it when they do. So it's fine. Um, it's just, listen, guys, I want to play your games. I like your games. I want to be an enjoyer of Blizzard products. Yeah. Making it possible. Yeah, make, uh, just fix your shit. And again, this may be mostly a, I mean, it's clearly a corporate level, level thing because it spans all the companies and it came from King and, you know, other people push it or whatever. I don't think some dev on the freaking WoW team has anything to do with this. So as usual, it's those people trying to make cool games and just do their jobs who get swept up in the bullshit just as bad as, you know, I don't think they're as happy. They're no happier than we are about this. Yeah. I don't think. Well, it just it needs to be said loud and proud because sometimes we hate things and they get adopted, you know, as standards. And I just hate to see that happen. So. Oh, can you imagine if that was a that'd be so bad for this business? I mean, we complain about microtransactions and mobile gaming all the live long day. It doesn't slow it down. So everyone could take their shots at it. Meanwhile, you know, like mm. game developers are like, oh, we can use that algorithm to make sure we're marketing our game successfully to people. Yeah, people don't hate it, so let's not talk about it. But this is actually a good tool. Yeah. This is a whole other, there's a whole aspect of science, the science of computer bias, AI bias, and algorithmic bias that we don't even know is there because you just don't you don't know you're putting it in there well to an engineer everything's an engineering problem right it's a real thing though there's some fascinating stuff it it it, it, sometimes it's not but you know yeah challenge accepted yeah (laughs) just as someone who thinks that who can who can problem solve in a very narrow band yeah and uh this is one of those things where it's like it, it it doesn't apply yeah. You can't engineer your way out of being, out of being, um, not th- it's not thinking the right way. It's having the right perspective on your fellow human beings. It's not an engineering problem. It's an education problem. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's all King's fault. All right, moving on. Just kidding. They just make it sound like it is. Let's talk about getting better help in your life. Okay. Ask yourself these questions. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Is something interfering with your happiness? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Then you connect in uh, safe and online private environments. So it's very convenient that way. No more waiting in that horrible waiting room. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's very fast. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches So, they'll make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. 
It's available available rather for clients worldwide. And since you live in the world, you're perfect for this, don't you think? BetterHelp is convenient, professional, and affordable. And they're not a crisis self-help line. They're professional counseling. And uh, you can check out some awesome testimonials up on their site. So do check those out. But if it's depression you're dealing with or anxiety or stress or trauma, self-esteem issues, sleeping trouble, whatever it may be, they've got your back. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Core Gaming and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp.com slash Core Gaming for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. Thanks a lot. Let's get to these this week's Dear Martha uh, Retro Magazine Letters Review. This is yep. exciting because it's from issue Game Pro issue 69. Yeah, it is. Nice. Nice. Uh, April 1995. I remember that year. <coughs> uh, John, any setup here? Anything special? I got three letters and three responses. They're all, all right. pretty short today. Let's start with number one. My dearest Martha, what does the Aura Interactor really do? Does it let you feel everything that's going on in a game? For instance, if I'm playing Mortal Kombat 2 while wearing the Interactor, would I feel it when I get uppercuts? Yours in this life and the next. Yon V. I'm guessing no. I'm guessing the answer to that is no. But let's find Uh, out what they... Martha responds. Martha responds. Here you go. My dearest Yon, when you wear the Interactor $99... You're basically wearing a powerful audio speaker strapped to your back. It vibrates with bass sounds that pound along your spine. You won't feel an uppercut snap your head back. Yours forever, Martha. (laughs) Wow, a real commitment from Martha at the end. I like that. All right. Excellent work. We have number two here. Here you go. My dearest Martha... In Super Empire Strikes Back for the SNES, why are there snowtroopers in Bespin? They weren't in the movie. (laughs) Yours in this life and the next, Daniel T. Martha. I don't know why that's so funny to me. (laughs) Martha needs to answer this. Yeah, Martha needs to answer. Let's find out what she says. My dearest Daniel. Maybe snowtroopers weren't in the Cloud City, but stormtroopers certainly were. Stormtroopers in various uniforms appear throughout Bespin in both the game and the movie. Yours forever, Martha. (laughs) Wow. Real nothing answered, Martha. (laughs) She just avoided it. I feel like Martha didn't really want to answer that question. This was your platform to talk about reused assets, Martha, but you didn't do it. The the mistake was asking Martha in the first place. Yeah, Martha never is really going to... Martha Game Pro, Martha John Game Pro, whatever her name was back then. She doesn't know things. (laughs) Martha John. (laughs) Here's her. I don't know why I said John. I meant Joanne. Yeah, it's weird. No, why not? Martha John. I mean, I'm... I made out with a Bobby, a Whoa. Bobby Joe. Yeah, yeah. It can be a girl's name, apparently. Yeah, totally can. Yeah. Bobby can. I, yeah. I, never, I didn't. I, never, I didn't know that. And then it 
was made it strangely more exciting. It's more. It's usually an I at the end, but yes, you can find uh, you can find Bobby's. I didn't. Yeah, I never got to see it spelled. It was a. It was a temporary <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> or it was a short-lived arrangement. I see. I see. All right, we got one more, right, John? Here. Yep, one here, more. Here it comes. My dearest Martha, I've been playing and reading about Sonic and Knuckles. One question. What's an echidna? <laughs> Yours in this life and the next. Sean S. Oh, wow. Actually, I don't know this very well either, so we're going to find out with Martha's reply. My dear Sean, Echidna is the name for the kind of animal that Knuckles is. These long-nosed egg-laying mammals are native to Australia and are also called spiny anteaters. Yours forever, <laughs> Martha. I think I open up Encarta, do a quick search on uh, what was going on in 95 with en- Enchitas or Enchilada. What are they called? How do, how do you say it? Enchiladas. Oh, enchilada. What is it? Echidna. Echidna. I, 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 echidna. I fully admit that I, back in the day when that, you know, when we were introduced to Knuckles, I never knew how to say that right. So I just said Echidna or Echidna or something. I don't know that I said it right. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I think you got it right today, as far as I know. Echidna. Who knows? Yeah. Well, anyway. who even knows? There's nope. no way to find out. You have to write to GamePro if you want these answers. That's the follow-up question. My dearest Martha, Yep. how do you say Echidna? And they're still around, so get in touch. No, they're not. That's not true. Not in a physical way. Maybe they're still around like a, a digital <laughs> way. shoveling. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Do you think they're around? GamePro, what are they doing? Hold on. GamePro magazine can i get that today <laughs> a, a, a magazine a magazine <laughs> let's see is it a magazine or a magazine Ma- magazine. magazine where did you come from from your like, blood oh like trump mega like make america great again zine magazine <laughs> oh, don't give them ideas man oh final issue winter of 2011 oh they're gone and that's a long oh, run look at that aussie checking in john said it right all right look at that 33 years ago that magazine started Jeez, louise world okay uh let's move on oh we gotta talk about the games we played right now we got a few that's wrong there we go um okay quick update on the on the core chore core front okay (laughs) uh escape simulator been playing that with my daughter on stream it's awesome if you like escape rooms that game is great um we've really really enjoyed that so far um, and our next attempt, well, our attempt is to clear all the stuff that's, you know, built into the game. Um, but eventually we were going to mess around with some like creator stuff and apparently you can go nuts in there. So we're going to, we're going to keep playing that. It's very good. Uh, but not much else to say about it since last week cause it's still the same game. Uh, bakery simulator simulator. Remember when I told you guys on the show that the problem with that game was it made you deliver drive deliver your freaking baked goods after you were done making them and how annoying it was delivered your feedback to the developer apparently it worked well i'm sure it wasn't just me a lot of people didn't like it because the the baking part they've got it solid it's good it plays like one of these games is supposed to it's real good the minute you drive it's terrible it takes you out of it it's just not good so they removed that and now after this latest patch when i'm done with my big box of muffins uh, and I go to exit the door instead of it putting me in a car and telling me where to go. It just comes up and says order delivery. And then you say yes. And if you give them a full tip, you'll have a 100% chance that, that there'll be no issues while the stuff's getting there. 
if you don't tip them well, then there's some percentage chance that they could lose part of the order or take it to the wrong place or something weird like that. So it's a little, still a little fuzzy on how it, <laughs> it works. It has been but my experience that it does not matter how much tip you give. There is always going to be a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, that has been mine as well. But it works fine. It's kind of what I asked for. Just give me a delivery service and then send them on their way. And then I get the money and then I make more stuff. And I was able to upgrade and move my kitchen to a bigger space. And I got these big giant dough separators that cost me like 10 grand. Uh it's more cool. time to do what you want to do in that game. <laughs> yeah. I came here to bake, not drive. Okay. I don't even bake in real life, but I drive in real life. I don't need that in this game. Also, there's plenty of other <laughs> better driving games out there. Anyway, so that is the update on that. The other update I wanted to mention that we talked about top of the show, House Flipper Pets DLC came out. They sent me a code. Big thanks to the devs for that. Um, I don't have my head around completely how this is going to go, but there are some custom quests now. That lady talking hmm. was part of that. Yeah, you get to interact with a real entitlement engine of a human being. Yeah, this lady. I have sailed the oceans. Look at me. I've done everything cool. When I'm not sailing around on my yacht, I like to think about how bad I am at menial labor. <laughs> so I'm going to have you do it for me. Also, I hit a dog somewhere in the house. Please don't kill it and keep it forever. Yeah, you're not wrong. And she's got this rabbit. I have a clip at the end of the show that I'll play that talks about the rabbit. But anyway, it's it's fine. It's more of this stuff you do in House Flipper. Also, their DLCs on sale, so I bought the ten dollar uh, the uh, it's like really fancy houses, like really expensive stuff. It's supposed to be really good DLC, so I'm gonna mess with that. These guys are making it. They keep making a great game better. So hats off to the uh, to the House Flipper folks. Uh, speaking of, uh, not instead of building things instead of, uh, or instead of doing that, you tear things down in a game called tear down, which I know John owns. Um, it's out of early access now and decided I would hop in there and see how things were looking. Uh, that's a, that's a great game. I love tear down. It's amazing. It's super cool. It's amazing. They added so much stuff since I would last checked in, um, like weapons and items and ways of, of destroying things. And so you can spawn in freaking mechs that want to kill you and make you know make your own maps and do your own kind of weird sandboxy shit it's it's that is a very cool game and deserves its overwhelmingly positive reviews you're going to need a beefy machine um because you can do enough craziness in that thing to even slow down the best of them like it's there's so much shit you can do and it's all voxel based so every single voxel is getting tracked and the destruction stuff, the physics are really cool, but just know your computer, you know, you're going to want to beef things up if you can. I bet Bo yeah. did play really good on Bose, but mm-hmm. it's Yeah, fun. it's a surprising, you look at it and you're like, well, this looks like a very pretty, like Minecraft is doing it a disservice. There's a lot of little mm. boxes, but they make a prettier overall picture. Um and you're like, this is this isn't going to be too bad. And then I started it up. Uh, I haven't played it since I got the new video card, yeah. but I uh, I started it up originally. I just heard my computer go. Whoop. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I didn't think this game was going to do anything to it, but it's unhappy. Yeah, my fans definitely sped up the other day um, when I ran it, but it ran really well. And they fleshed out that campaign. So there's tons to do. But you can also just go screw around if you want and blow stuff up. Hucking a million grenades at things and just watching destruction happen is really satisfying. Um, there's even is a it multiplayer. I don't know if there's a co-op or a something in there. 
No, it's just single player. I'm just checking this team. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a single developer. This guy's some kind of mad genius. I wouldn't be surprised if he has some plans for something like that because I could see this game being very fun in multiplayer. It could be a really good, even just I think a sandbox. All the, all the location data for everything might be a little much. Yeah. Considering the, the level of simulation that's going for. Yeah, especially considering like, you know, instead of it tracking big slabs of, of polygon, it's tracking maybe even a slab, but it's made up of all these voxels, which are small squares like John described. And uh, it there's no way that's easy to track all that. There's no way, especially no, if you're trying no. to send data, you know, net maybe code local, maybe, maybe local, yeah. you know, split screen style, maybe. Real good, though. Highly recommend it. Very explosive fun. I love it. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2, still playing that. Having a great time. Unlock some new stuff. I feel like that game has got a lot to offer for 15 bucks or whatever it is, 19 bucks. There's so much in there. Just an amazing game. Um, but I've talked a lot about it enough. Uh, I did want to mention a brand new meeting game. Okay. I like to bring these up whenever there's a good, you know, you're on a Zoom call or something that's real boring and you're not even the one mainly talking. You're just sort of waiting for people to make decisions or whatever. You're looking for a good game, just kind of have off in the corner. I think I've talked about the game maybe before, but because it landed on Apple Arcade this week, it reminded me I had it on Steam, so I fired it up and played it there. Uh, the I game own is, this game. Yeah, you. I think I talked about it and maybe talked you into it before. <laughs> yeah, you did. I bought it because of you. Yeah, it's called Round Guard, and it's Peggle, but with roguelike plus, uh, you know, RPG mechanics. Um, that's hard to explain. And D&D stuff. And D&D stuff, yeah. And there's a ton of classes. You'd love... John will, John will only play the Rogue. The Rogue is OP, I swear, in this game. Yeah, the um, Rogues usually are. Like, yeah. it's what they do. It's, like, there's a reason I like Rogues. They're the best. Yeah, but it's basically Peggle. Um, if you have Apple Arcade, play it there. It plays great. Uh, if you have it on... I think previous to this, you could buy it on mobile. It's also good on there. It was never like a free-to-play game. But the Steam version, all the versions are good. It's just a very good one of these. And I I feel like I haven't played enough good Peggle takes since Peggle. Peggle 3, I guess. And this this is a really good one of those. But it's got a lot of depth and interesting stuff to it in terms of like gear you're picking up and new weapons all the time. And you can swap gear in and out. You can get uh, new abilities that let you do crazy shit later down the road. Um. And it kind of has a map kind of like the overworld's a little bit like playing Slay the Spire or something where you it's random every time you do it. But you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna, if I fall into this hole, that's going to take me up this path and I got to fight these guys. And by fight those guys, I mean it's a big peggle screen with skeletons or whatever, you know, goblins or other stuff that's intersprinkled in here, but also a bunch of pots full of gold, also some um, health potions and mana potions that you're trying to hit. And it's that physics peggle thing. And it's freaking great. Oh, the only recommendation I would have is turn up the speed because it gets a it feels a little floaty on normal and slow. But if you turn up the game speed, which is an option in there, it feels it feels right. You just gotta I think they just want people to ease their way in and not feel overwhelmed. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like peggle. Yeah. Plays like Peggle too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the difference is between say Peggle and this Peggle, you just like put the ball in and hope for the best, right? Or shoot the shoot the thing you think you're going to hit and then hope for some good physics to land your way. Yeah. There's some of that in this, but this also features things like like the main the main warrior character. One of his abilities is 
you can fire him into a bunch of obstacles that would normally make him bounce off of them. But he has this ability to like swing his axe and it will tail it will make him tear through a bunch of obstacles because maybe you know you want him to get through that layer and into whatever's down there, like a bad guy or something. Hmm. Um the same that's, a, that's a actually a cool idea it's on the neat. bagel formula. Yeah, yeah it's I really like neat. It. It's a really neat but game. The one pro- thing is, is this is an important question is 90% of the joy of Peggle is after the you clear the level, it goes So how how is the celebration of finishing a level? It does pretty good. So the guy will not as good though. It's not as good, but it's pretty good. So he'll let's say you fire him toward your final enemy and it's all going normal speed. You get bullet time zoom in. So it goes and it comes up and it goes and then he gets like rainbow sh- butt or whatever and the music does crescendo it's not it's not that okay, but good that's yeah it's but, not bad and, well it's not the same music but it needs that level of like over the that was the thing about peggle it's like bloom 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 and then it's this overblown celebration yeah and i always loved it i always loved that about peggle <laughs> you get the like, slow down yeah, the drum roll level, and then yes. Oh, oh yeah, and fireworks. They it's do so that was good. so well done and iconic at the time. They do replicate it without looking like they're lifting it. I should say. So they did do a pretty good job. I think. Um, All right, uh, Round Guard's cool. I think every game list. should lift it. I think that's how every stage of every video game should end. Just all with the ode to joy and fireworks. <laughs> There's the YouTube series you could do the Peggle ending for various video games and just add. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not bad. so like doom, when you go to punch the button, you know, do slow motion, do the drum roll. He punches it. Ode to joy. Fireworks come up. Yeah, you could do it with Play like, Ode to joy. Uh, Mortal Kombat. It's also, it's super out of play. Like it's so, hand, it's like laugh tracks in a sitcom, right? Like, yeah. you know, there's a fictional world. It's got unicorns and things. Then it's just random music you recognize from the real world. Just like dropped right into the game. Uh, I like that idea. I think every game should have it. I, I want to play like, Mortal Kombat. It could be like the uh, there's a YouTube series that does uh, every movie ending, but at the end it plays uh, Walk of Life instead of the normal. <laughs> You've seen that, right? No. So no, but I can you imagine can it. Basically, do Walk of Life uh, movie ending, and it's basically any a lot of movies, not every movie, but almost any movie you can find, and they just replace the ending of the movie with walk of life and it works yeah i mean i mean it, it, it tone a bit it works it works in <laughs> that's the, pretty good yeah and it works in that it fits maybe maybe in a discordant way but fits yeah so, so like, it has that real iconic intro that uh i'm not gonna try and sing it but you know what i'm talking all right about, so i can right? i'm thinking of some here i was thinking of mortal Kombat. you're pulling off somebody's spine and head it would zoom mm-hmm. in <laughs> And you have like fireworks and blood everywhere. I'm with you. This is a great idea. Yeah. Let's make this happen with all our extra time that we have. <laughs> yeah, we've got so much. We'll do a successful YouTube meme. Speaking of that, um, but, let's let's by the jump. Way, breaking breaking oh, news. Oh it's no, not really that important. Beep, 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 beep. Are you done with? Are you done your games? Yeah, my games are done. Jump? We're we're gonna go to John next, right, but yeah. let's hear this breaking just news. Just breaking news because I just saw it, uh, the makers of Genshin Impact have announced a new game. Oh, I think that. I think we knew that a week ago or two. But how did they fund it? It says May 12th uh, for the video. (laughs) I just, I I was watching your thing. It was like the same day as we did our show last week. So 
okay, old news, but it's it's breaking for me. I didn't know. It's some uh, uh, sci-fi deal, right? Called, yeah, it's like a cyberpunk anime thing mm-hmm. called Zenless Zone Zero. Yeah, um, Zen Zone Zero. I don't know anything about it, and I didn't watch it with the audio on, but I definitely, you know, their animation is great. It is good. So if they, if they actually make a game I can play, I would be probably playing it. So there it is. Zenless, yeah, you're right. Zenless Zone Zero is kind of a stupid name, I have to admit, though. Like Genshin yeah, Impact. Genshin least, Impact, but yeah. Well, at least it rolled kind of off the tongue. Zenless Zone Zero sounds like John impressing us with his lip twisters or whatever they're called. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to stick up for it, but not lip um, twisters. <laughs> Tongue, yeah, twister. tongue twisters that's it but you know what scott you you said it with such confidence i just wanted to believe but like one of the characters looks like a bear with a with a ryu outfit on and a giant rocket launcher so yeah. i kind of like that like the i don't know this it, again a lot of sizzle with the, the genshin impact stuff so it's very sizzly you like where they i mean i don't know they make a cool game. i would be playing genshin impact if it wasn't the freemium you can't play anymore until you buy uh space crystals yeah like, yeah i love the, the way that game looks i think it's one of the yeah. best looking games i've ever seen like yeah. it i it's really it just is it's very pretty yeah. i want to play it but i don't want to give them i want to give I them don't $60 be dollars and play a game yeah. that's it yeah I, don't, I, I can skip the gotcha stuff uh or even just pay a little bit and be okay with it but like you literally cannot do content. You run out of energy for content and have to give them money to play the game. I hate that. My my least favorite mechanic in mobile games. So hold on a second, John, you said earlier and kind of in a way that uh, clearly was tongue in cheek, but um, would you say, however, did they afford making it? How did they, how did they fund this game? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. How'd they get that done? I wonder. I guess they're making more money on Genshin impact than I thought. Yeah. My bad. I think they're billionaires. Uh, let's talk about 40,000 years in the future. John cracked open chaos gate, Warhammer 40 K chaos gate. Uh, you're only through the intro though. Uh, what do you, what do you think so far? How are you? What do you, uh, it's very pretty. I think I'll like it. I need to get used to it. I think it makes a mistake that a lot of video game tutorials make. Um, you know, this is by no means a condemnation of the game, but it, if you don't have a ton of time to play a game, you're only yep. going to have really enough time to watch an intro cutscene, play a little bit, maybe a closing cutscene, which is all I had time for. Uh, you should have your tutorial not be a perfect step by step move here. Do mm. exactly this. Do exactly this. Like it teaches you all the mechanics. Like it's a tutorial. That's what it's there for. Um, but like, it's impossible to not compare this game to XCOM mm. where the tutorial for XCOM, you can, you know, you can completely fail that. Like you can mess it up. Uh, they'll still teach you how to play the game, but uh, you can, you win, you can lose, you can have people die. You can have people get injured. Like they give you enough freedom to make mistakes. Um, literally it, they just, it, it's, Go hit, move this person here. Now move this person here. Now throw a grenade. Shoot here. Do Overwatch, and they like even tell you where to position the Overwatch, uh, like aiming. And it's not that it's terrible because it is teaching you mechanics. It's just it was boring as hell, and I don't feel like I learned the game Mm. because I was just like, okay, line up the thing with the thing they told me to. And by the time I was done with it and the game was opening up, I was like, well, I'm kind of tired and the baby's waking up. So I think I'm done. 
So I didn't have a great first experience. It sounds cool. It looks cool. It looks like a very competent one of those. And I love that style of game. But I don't feel like I got to do anything. I feel like I just had somebody tell me where to click for, you know, 15 minutes. And Mm. that wasn't the most fun 15 minutes of my life. I agree. The tutorial, it's based. The other thing is the sad truth is when you get past all of that, you realize, oh, it plays exactly like XCOM. So you almost didn't need the tutorial. <laughs> like you would have intuited everything that that game does. It's not like yeah, it's, it doesn't do anything crazy different. No, there's a couple of tweaks, but it's not like, you know, even even right down to what buttons are used or what what keyboard keys or what controller buttons are used for things are just straight out of that XCOM control scheme. So so you'll be fine. But you you should keep going. I really want to get your take on the minute to minute because I think it's I think it's pretty good, it's pretty strong. I played that some this week too. I just didn't want to rehash. Yeah, I um, think it looks I think it looks good, um, and I'm hopeful. So I'm not trying to be too sour. It's just unfortunately all I had time for was the intro, and it was uh, not the best intro to a video game I've ever played. No, but it's got cool voices and stuff, and then those weird faces it does have cool voices. Yeah, and a cool demon. Yeah, cool uh, the demon. faces are bad. The faces are bad, uh, especially the old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's real droopy. Yep. But uh, you know, it's, he's Warcraft it's cool. three Uther man. That's what that guy is. There's even an Uther in the game. There was a point where someone's like, "Deal with it, Uther," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's here! He showed up." <laughs> when you least expect it, Uther shows up. You never know when that's going to happen. All right, and your coins Tell- in the store. <laughs> Remember when we? That was our thing. Oh yeah, we used to do that a lot. I see you're entering Overwatch. Would you like to buy a cooler cone from the Blizzard store? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> Remember, he was our. He was everybody's. Guy, he's our salesman for yeah. the the heroes store. That's back right. In the day, yep, he was in all that stuff. That whole initial tutorial was him telling you what to do with Rainer. Weird. I cannot follow you down this path, Arthur. I'll be back at the coffee shop where you can buy scones <laughs> for under a dollar. <laughs> oh man, inflation has come fast. A dollar is a pretty good deal. Uh, all right, let's move on to your Final Fantasy VII progress. Uh, you were raving about all those mods and stuff. How's it playing how's that 60 frames? I'm playing 60 frames now. It's beautiful. If you oh, click that you. link, you'll get to see it. It looks so much I better. This game, oh, put five mods on it, and it is it is pretty Holy and it shit. is pristine. And I love how it looks and I love how it plays. And I uh, got out of Midgar and uh I'm 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 now out in the open world. I think I'm I'm now past where the um, the remake story has concluded, uh, and I think I'm almost up to where the uh, I think the the furthest I've ever played. It's been a long time, but I'm still seeing stuff that I vaguely remember seeing at one point. Like I remember seeing the iconic Sifiroth walking through the fire scene, like playing the yeah. game. So Midgar I know I've really been this far section. before. Yeah, Midgar is a really long section. Your Buster Sword, though, really, I guess that's not the Buster that's Sword. That's not the Buster yet. Sword. Yeah, that's yeah. his first I like, upgrade. I like it looks a little weird, but okay, yeah. Yeah, I forgot he has different sword styles. So. Yeah. It's so. so weird not seeing jittery, uh, crusty oh, edge great, graphics. Man. Yeah, yeah it, looks weird. Weird. It, it actually is an improvement. Um, it's a proper yeah. remaster is what, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 The community remastered a game for Square. How nice. They, 
they did a good job too because boy it really it really has turned me around on the experience like the first day streaming it i was like oh that's i'm gonna be playing this game for so long and i'm having so little fun with this yeah, experience I think, yeah. I, and there's no speed through battles right so you're probably no. looking at 60 to 100 hours uh, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a long time investment i i saw somebody else who was playing it and i was kind of watching oh, I, I was like oh play, they man. did it and like they're near the end and they're only on episode 11 and then i looked at their play times and they're playing it for like five to six hours at a time whereas i'm doing one to two i was like oh it's gonna be a long playthrough yeah yeah <laughs> this is gonna be a lot for me so be there a while. you know you're gonna i'm gonna be spending you a long time playing this game you haven't played it before right uh, i've played bits and pieces like, like I, said, I think i've played, played up full... to this part but not a full playthrough no that's such a good experience the only yeah. part that's not is maybe gold spending too long in gold saucer because the song just plays. Well, let me tell you about a little game called Final Fantasy XIV, where I spend too much time in the gold saucer and it does nothing but play that song, and I am okay with it. Okay, well, you'll be going more for that because it's actual game. The MSQ goes through gold saucer. Spoilers. There's a big gold saucer section, so. Yeah. Bo, are you um, tempted to rerun this thing with these mods? Do you feel the absolutely, drag? Yeah. absolutely? Um, I mean, I've always thought about playing again, but now with the mods there, it's just this is a one of a kind kind of game. Like they just they nailed melodrama in a video game for the first time ever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, in this game. Oh, how do these? Uh, you're playing this. I'm looking right now. The motorcycle uh, road rash section of that game. How's that play? these days like chaotic playing that at 60 frames per second you can tell they were not expecting you to be able to do it at that speed yeah because i was just like all over the road but it was fun i had a great time with it like it was uh, it was a very fun little mini game right in the middle of it and uh had a had a fine time just smacking people around and slamming into them trying to hit him with my sword. It was so cool when it happened. Like you're expect you're already blown away at the time by the new Final Fantasy experience and then you get on a motorcycle. It was like, "Oh my oh, god." Oh, yeah, it was huge. Was awesome. It was huge back then. This stuff. They yeah, this game was oh, it's it was such an important game. It was yeah. so big when it came out. Yeah. Well, so cool. I uh I'd love to hear people at home too. Have we talked a bunch of people at home into Doing like John loading up the mods and going for it. I'd love to hear from you. The the mods make it so good. I mean, the the new models for the characters are uh, they just look so good. They based it on the official art for the characters, and I'm I'm amazed at how good they look and like the fights and stuff like that. So uh, it really did. Did you have limit breaks for me? Uh, Yeah, I got limit breaks. And how do they look in the? The new world they flan- fancy. Yeah, uh, I mean, they have. Over. I don't have any mods that have upped like the the effects. Um, oh shit! Knights of the Round. I wonder what it's gonna look like. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. But uh, you, do you, do you know about Knights of the Round? I don't. know I know about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a. It's like a. So you, you cast it, and it's like a twenty not twenty minute, but it's like a two minute animation. Where all twelve knights of the round table come and smack the crap out of the people you're <laughs> casting, but it doesn't kill anything outright, so you mimic it and then cast it again. So a lot of fights are you casting this two minute animation like eight times over for a full thirty minutes, just just going knights of the round, knights of the round, knights of the round, <laughs> and, and it looks so badass. Uh, at least at the time, it was so badass. But uh, 
Behemoth or Behemoth is also a pretty sick animation as well. Yeah, I don't have any around. summons or anything like that yet, so I'll I'll let you guys know when I do. Although Scott, if you want to scrub that video for a second mm-hmm. um, and try and find a spot where it goes to a cutscene, the weirdest part about playing the game with mods is how you know usually when it goes to cutscene mode, you're like, oh, and like, oh, we're getting serious. But now because of how sharp the models and the backgrounds and all of that are, when it switches the cutscene mode, all of a sudden the graphics just look like they turned to butt. And uh, it's very, very funny. Oh, because one of the pre-rendered, you mean the pre-rendered ones that are still video. Oh, uh, let's see if I can find anything. There should be one forward from this uh, because there's there's one where Sifiroth goes a little berserky. Let's see if I can find it. That's his natural state is berserky, right? That guy? Well, I I'll say this. I so I remember back when I played this the first time going like, yeah, Sifiroth, like what a edgy cool bad guy he is. But like I got to tell you nowadays where we we spend a little more time with storytelling and getting into the pathos of the character, it seems like he goes absolutely berserk for no good damn reason. Like it's really kind of not a lot that sets him off. He's just sort of like Am I not human? Is yeah. I created in a lab? And then he just reads books for a couple days. And is like, well, I guess I'm gonna just kill everybody. <laughs> like, well, we we didn't really have big canonical villains in games to this extent at that time, right? Yeah, not really. This is the height height of narrative gaming up to that point. I think so. so. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else that could take that the reins of that. I don't think there was. No, I mean, no, Metal Gear, like, I guess. Like you might look at, like, I'm sure the Baldur's Gates games, like, they were CRPGs. Yeah. But they weren't doing, like, crazy-ass movie style. They weren't reaching for the cinema yeah. the way Final, Final Fantasy VII did. Like, I, I would argue the, the, games. the Metal Gear, or Metal Gear Solid in particular, I think probably counts. Oh, yeah, that one. And that's around the same era. Yeah. So, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. I would, yeah, I would put Metal Gear Solid in there for sure. Yeah. Um, and the cinema side of things as well. Oh, I mean, there were games that were trying, but like Final Fantasy had that cinema, but also just the scale of the game. It's such a long game, too. Yeah. So not only was it amongst the best narrative experiences, but the longest. You know what else Which, I'd really hoped with the Sony announcement? I thought they were going to put that remake in the uh, in the in the middle tier, and they didn't do it. Really, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they would have at least PS4. Well, we're about to get. Oh, you haven't uh, played coming remake, up huh? coming up real soon. We're about to get some Final Fantasy announcements because we're about to hit an anniversary, and Square mm. has said they're going to announce some stuff on that day. So we've got Final Fantasy 16 already announced. We should be getting a release date on that soon, and uh, there's been rumors of tactics being remade there's uh you know people obviously are curious what remake 2 is going to be and when yeah so there's a lot of things that it could potentially be and uh, i'm curious to find out are there any roman numerals that look like an n and f and a t those exist (laughs) well i mean that was in the news as well Mm. that square is continuing to even though the NFT market is crashing they're like oh we can still research blockchain and nft we got a good feeling about this like it's the definition of the dog surrounded by fire going this is fine. <laughs> like that's where that's where they yeah. are. I mean, I guess every so. company whether they all admit it or say anything publicly, they're all looking at it. If that's all they're doing and they come to whatever conclusion fine, but if they're really pushing to like make sure they're 
big names end up in this mess. I don't know. That's they should bad. all have R and D or parts of their yeah. business that look at new technologies. Be dumb not to. Sure. Yeah, maybe dumb not to. Uh, Slay the Spire. I know you've been playing that a lot, and um, I'm really curious about what what brought that on. Have you played that before? No. So this is the weirdest is, thing is I've played so many games. You just discovered how awesome that game is? Yes. I've played so many <laughs> games based on this game, inspired right. by this game, pulling yes. from this game it, that you would say like, oh, it's it's really evolved Slay the Spire into something different or it's this same sort of thing. And I got it while it was on sale, which was stupid because it's also on Game Pass. But, you know, sometimes you got to throw money at a problem, I guess. And uh I was like, well, you know what? I should finally play this game. I should finally see what it's all about. It was it was on sale for very cheap. So I bought it and I was like, I'm going to just play it and see how it is. And yeah, it turns out everybody talked about this game very positively for a good reason. This game's pretty damn good and good. Uh, and yeah, addictive. Yeah, and so, you know, it's I still arguably the best of them. Mm-hmm. I yeah, say. I mean, I think there's an element of that. The only problem I'm having with it and this is a very personal issue. Stoner is art. Oh, no, not that. No, okay. no. Even the art, I think because it's been talked down so much, I'm like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> like, it's not like, okay, this is stupid snake. Like, okay, moving on. Yeah. Like, it's fine. But th- I think the thing that is bugging me a little bit, and I said this to my wife today, I hate when you have to make a decision and it's like, Okay, what negative effects am I going to live with yeah. for this one little positive? Because I said, right now, that's what my life feels like. Like trying to manage a family and plan weekends is like, okay, what negative effects am I willing <laughs> to take on for a single positive thing to happen yeah. in my day to day? And uh, it's a little too much reality when they're like, hey, you can have a relic. You're going to take 17 points of damage. I'm just like, oh, this is. This is my life. Yeah. This is my life right now. I can't I can't deal with this. But it's very, very good. I've I've slew the spire with the warrior. I'm now playing the I guess you'd call it the rogue, the yeah. poisony one. Yeah. Uh and I, I haven't quite gotten there, although the game I was playing when we were starting the pre-show today is looking pretty good. Ah, I got a pretty good that, hand going. I'm mm, feeling very strong about when, it. So when you pop off and slay, you really it's really fun. And then yeah. what's worse is when you pop off and die and you're like, No, oh, we were so close to greatness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's a real you're like, Let me start another run, and the next thing you know, it's three in the morning, and you finally got the god run, and you want to do just one more. It also has ascension levels, so you can crank up the difficulty incrementally fifteen times, which I would have done if there weren't so many games in the world, and I have, you end up moving on. You have every intent of I'm going to get to. I think I think maybe someone we know did ascension pretty high though, like Dan Dan. The uh, it may have been Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan might have done it, yeah. Tabletop man. Yeah. He's he loved yeah. that game. He also loved Monster um, Train. He played the shit out of that. Yeah, I know Kyle yeah. did played a lot of it as well. I mean, looking at my friends list just to out a bunch of people. Kyle's got 70 hours played. Bo's got 73. In Monster Train? Oh no, in Slay the Spire. Oh, Slay Yeah, I played a ton of Slay the Spire. It's a great Oh, game. it's probably Dan. He's got 134 hours in this game. Oh yeah, yeah. he played a lot. It's probably Dan. <laughs> No. <laughs> he's got it's a just, lot of there's time some, the, the sort of problem with all the other games they're good Tainted Grail and Griftlands Rogue Book but they tr- 
they're obviously trying to make something marketable, so they have to put novelty in it, like gimmicks and things like that. And mm-hmm. the core, I want to go through a dungeon, I want it randomized, I want it punishing, and I want good decks. Like no one's made actually another sleigh, and I find it a little irritating. <laughs> like, like I just can someone make another one with better art, please? But make it like this game, and you know, in a lot of ways, like don't be that original. Like just make a solid one of those. So. I mean, that was like wow yeah. for years. I still think what what you're describing is really an admirable thing because there's a there's a purity to it that makes it almost perfect, and everybody else tries to riff on it, but they add something or take something away that that lessens the experience. That's why I'm enjoying Rogue Legacy 2 so much because I think Rogue Legacy and 2 now are are really the epitome of the best that roguelikes were ever going to be. Like they're just mm. so good. And there's a million games that riff on them and, and go further and go different directions and do neat things for sure. But there's a purity about those experiences that just hasn't been hasn't been improved. And I don't, I don't it's know a, how you do that, but you do it. It's a roguelike Metroidvania in the Metroidvania, where like Kinda. the JPEG Battler, the Slay is like the JPEG Battler version of that. Yeah, it's very good. It's very, very good. Yeah. Well, so I, I, if it. you're like me, and for some reason you ignored one of the most like raved about and then copied video games that ever existed, I highly recommend it. But uh, yeah, I fully acknowledge that I am extremely behind on talking about slay the spire everyone's like man i played the hell of that game years ago but i i just discovered it and i'm hooked like it's that game that i keep launching even though i'm like i should go do other things i mean that's why i only did the intro of warhammer 40k because i sat down to play that today and launch slay the spire first instead that's the other thing that happens it's like there's a rhythm and a speed. It's not even this, that it's fast or anything. I mean, it is, I guess. But <clears throat> when a game like that gets under your skin, kind of like you were doing with the uh, Vampire Slayer, what was it called? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vampire Survivors. Survivors. You just, you know, you know you've got an amazing game just waiting for you to crack it open and play. But you sit down and you go, yeah, but I could just, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but this will this be open thing. in seconds and yeah. I will have a very good time. And, uh, everything's in the sweet spot mechanics wise like it just really sings mechanically like you can a lot of variety and and a lot of cool things you can do there's a lot of interesting mechanics to defend against they're not just hit point sacks in a lot of games it's just hit point sack i would say the only other game that has really compelling mechanics is griffland uh grifflands the 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 mental battles Mm -hmm. the fighting battles are not that interesting the mental part the mental games or the conversational battles are awesome um yeah so everything else is you know you can you can add a lot of mechanics but it feels like fluff and it feels like kind of doesn't matter it just slay it just really everything just works so well yeah i was impressed by how simple it was like i was like well where when's this going to become more complicated and it really didn't it didn't until you got a new deck and then it's like oh i have to learn how something totally different plays now because i'm playing a different class but that's cool Mm -hmm. that's where you expect Mm -hmm. it so. You also unlock more cards the more you play. So yeah. as you play, you start to get cards that go, oh, wait, with this class, then I can do this with this card. Like You start getting into Mad Sun. You're like, I hope I get this card on my run. You start taking chances by missing certain cards or getting going for money instead of cards to buy a card you want. Um, it really Unlocking a lot of the card pool really expands the possibilities um, as well. Uh, it just works. 
one thing that this conversation reminded me of worth mentioning vampire survivors. We've talked about it a lot uh, as a high recommend from us is apparently coming to game pass oh. is what I heard. Oh. So if, uh, if the couple bucks that it cost was uh, still too much for you, um, it's coming to game pass. You can try it for free. And I, I did think it was funny the other day. Uh, I heard from our, our mutual friend, Tyler Lansdowne. Mm. Um, and he sent me a message and said, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I usually am good with your recommendations. I looked at vampire survivors and started playing it and was like, what the hell is wrong with them? This game is awful. Mm. And then he said within a couple runs, he was like, it's one of my favorite video. Yeah. <laughs> like he was immediately all yeah. on board. And I was like, that's what happens. It's the fact that the game starts you with the whip, which yeah. is like one of the most limiting that's counterintuitive lame. to how you're supposed to play that game because you, you, you attack by like default, this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're running away and then the game's like now go pick up what they dropped and you're like but that's where the enemies are like the game immediately makes you play the worst version of itself out of the gate and i think for some reason that actually works to its benefit because then as you get those upgrades you appreciate it more you're like oh but wait a minute now i got this now i can do yeah. this and so you just feel infinitely cooler as it builds off of. Yeah. But yeah, those first couple minutes of that game, you're like, the hell did I just spend money on it? Why am I doing this? Yeah. But no, the game looks like an insult to game developers around the world. <laughs> like when you just put that <laughs> I bet if you're telling me. I can me, resist the game too, and it's going to sell like crazy. If, you, like, if you're on. telling me I can sit on my butt on my couch and play that on my Series X on a TV and not move for three hours. There's going to be a problem because man, that game's already addicting. Yeah. I don't. I, a I, session is thirty minutes, so you're like thirty minutes. That's not long. And then you're eight sessions in, and you're like, "Where do my afternoon go?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing a three dollar two megabyte game. Is there something wrong here? When is that? Is that soon that they're doing that? Did they? Anyone say? I think it's this month. I think the reason people know it is because it's been confirmed for this month. Oh, I could be wrong. Wild. Next month, maybe. Okay. Uh, I don't remember, but I had a lot of people telling me it was coming to Game Pass. All right. Well, I'm. Oh, it's PC Game Pass, not not Xbox. Boo. Well, can't you cloud? Can't you cloud stream it? Some of it. Xbox? Yeah. If it if it supports it, if the game supports cloud streaming, you can. But it just depends. I could Steam link it too. Isn't Steam? I thought is it to other PCs? No, it's other PCs. So I had a secondary PC hooked up to my TV, so I could play games on the good PC. Yeah. And and over local network, stream it to a television. Ah, uh, gotcha. So you can do that. Yeah. yeah, it runs on your PC, but I mean. Yeah, I'm sure Vampire Survivors will be a life free experience. Like, well. <laughs> Probably not too bad, is my guess. It's literally uh, a NES game. Uh, Bo, you played a whole. I'm surprised not to see 50 new uh, VR titles here. Uh, instead, it's all Heroes of the Storm for you this week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, work's been busy. Yeah. And I've been stressed, and I'm sort of in this weird spot. Uh, you guys stream as well, so. Tell me if you guys go through this, but I've been streaming. I didn't stream at all this week. I took some time off of that, too. For anyone listening wondering why, no, both streams have gone up. Hmm. It's just been a rough week. I've been tired every night, and I just want some downtime, watch some TV, and play some Heroes. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but um, I feel real, because I've been streaming so much for the past, almost, I want to say, year. Like, almost daily. I find it hard to play games and not stream. Yeah, 
just because every time I'm playing the games, I'm flipping the stream on, I'm talking with people. Like I and and so when it comes to sitting down and playing a game, I'm like, but I could play this on stream. It's content. Uh-huh. So then I don't play a game. Like like I and then I'll be like, well, I'll play something else. So like I've partly why I played a lot of Heroes of Storm this week is like, well, I'm not streaming, so I'm just gonna you know play this, <laughs> play this. Although I really enjoyed myself, but um yeah mainly that would be the reason why it's just uh it's been a tough week uh at the uh at the day job yeah and uh which i can't discuss it's uh you know, it's a job thing i get leave, it. leave work yeah. at work yeah. but um yeah so well, my, uh, turns I, out it didn't here's, oh, go ahead sorry i don't want to interrupt. well keep going yeah i mean so i got in there because I, I streamed one day of playing it i'm like i had a good time then i'm like oh, i'm t- just tired i'm half asleep let me just play some heroes. And I started trying to figure out, you know, broken things because the game's now poorly attended to. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, in quick match, what are what are ways that I can just own people with broken shit now? Yeah. And not that I necessarily found it, but I started playing Sylvanas because she does her dagger build, I don't think is super secret, but it can dumpster out a lot of AoE damage with the Shadow Dagger build. So I was enjoying doing that. And then, you know, I'm playing Nazebo and I'm like, how many stacks? So you can build Nazebo with a level four talent that doubles the bonuses from his uh, voodoo ritual, giving you extra HP. So I'm like, how many stacks of that? So I got up to like 8,000 hit points or something like that with like 300 or 400 stacks at one point. Like, I'm not even trying to win the game. I'm just going everywhere and trying to last hit everything on the, on the goddamn earth. So I'm in there sort of partially trolling and just trying to like accomplish these kinds of goals to see how feasible it was. And that was fun, and those strategies work. Ragnaros is still a really big bully in quick match because you just go lava wave at 10 and 20, and even if you're losing, you're winning because you can just clear so much shit that if you lose, you'll make them take 50 minutes to play a game, which is a great way to troll as sure. well. Sure. And the last one is I've been playing nothing but stitches matches. So there's a Stitches talent now at level one that gives you every 20 regeneration globes. It gives you a baseline extra 5% move speed. So you're walking at 105 while everyone's at 100. And then every 20 globes, you get an extra 5%. So I'm like, how many globes can I get in a match? One match, I was able to get 20%. I was able to get 60 regeneration globes. And it is hilarious. Nova's and Lee Ming's, you know, they go up to you, they go pew, and then they walk away. And me stitches, me walk. And you just like, cha- they, they using all their little abilities and me for free baseline. I'm basically mounted and I'm just like smacking them, biting them, poo pooing on them and, and, and barfing on them, you know, the thing stitches does. So, you know, I'm having a lot of fun. I keep wanting to dumpster on people trying to be leet with their sweet assassins. And I'm just here with the, <laughs> the slowest, poopiest hero chasing them down and and not dying because i have a billion hit points and i just been i keep having a good time with it so i keep doing it i'm like i i enjoy this that i call ninja stitches build because even at one point players complained like oh if the tank would stop running into the enemy team and i'm like i'm not a tank i'm a ninja (laughs) And, and, (laughs) and so either they get on board or we lose um but um it's been a it's been a fun way to play that's great, though. Uh, I'm glad you found so, a groove and, for that. Thing. I mean, I never wanted to stop playing Hero. I was really pissed about all that stuff, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse. And I'm like, so part of my approach to content creation or what we're doing here is I really liked when we were Heroes of the Storm show because I like 
I like educating and practicing and getting good. And I got no game like that. Like we can talk about new games all the time. And it's fine. I enjoy it. I enjoy gaming. But what I really like is like practicing something and getting better at it. And I just haven't found that game. Yeah. I just haven't found that game outside of Heroes. Like I keep thinking I might and then I keep dropping off and like I get back into Heroes and I'm really good at it. <laughs> you know, like all that practice is still there. So it's still just like really fun and rewarding to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I want them to stop doing dumb shit like the diversity tool and uh, harassing uh, fellow employees and Mm. You know, because I actually really like playing Heroes of the Storm, it turns out. Yeah. And so I'm kind of addicted. The addiction's sort of back on in a big way. Um, just playing that game. So. Doesn't it feel like that? Do you, are yeah, you, I logged like 100 or 200 games this, this past week. Do you worry that there's that this future is not that far for an announcement that the game just is in maintenance mode? Because it kind of is. Now. I mean, oh, it is. It is. It, it, it for sure is. There is CCL. There is some competitive heroes going on. But yeah. like... As we've learned, like we won't get the truth out of the company about where how important or not unimportant a property is. So I'm just going to go ahead and assume that, like, if it squeezes a couple of bucks out of the game, then great. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not even on the radar of anyone at an executive level. ABK. I hope they keep it. I hope they still maintain their philosophy of keeping their game servers online and supporting a lot of their games. That means that game could still be around for the next ten or twenty years, and that's just fine with me. Um, but. Uh, no, I think if you're getting into esports, it's not enough just to make a good game. Like you've got to compete in the business of esports. Yeah, and I just for whatever reason, I I don't think they were ready to take that on. Like you got to be trying to knock Riot out of its number one spot. And if you're you're, you're not trying, then well, I think they tried it make first. it in any esports. I think they tried early shooters. early on. I'm just not sure it was enough. You know, like. I don't know how you. Well, once that once they like no no battle plan survives first contact. So I think it felt like there was an expectation they release it, the people will come and it'll be good. They released it. The response was tepid. There's a lot of criticism, and they did nothing with it. Yeah. Like if you want to win, you got to act like you want to win. And I definitely had that feeling as time grew on that they were just interested in the product as it was and not really trying to attract competitive talent. Uh, from other games, like uh, you know, people yeah. left Heroes of the Storm to go. Like Psalm was a pro Heroes player, left for Fortnite, won a million bucks, coming in second in that big tournament where the sixteen-year-old did. Yeah, like, those people that compete want to compete and w- win big prizes and be a part of something cool and special. Yeah, and uh, well, now it all makes sense. There's a lot of inner turmoil going on at the company. That's why we didn't get Titan. That's why we didn't get. Uh, second Diablo heroes after HCG yeah. and now we sort of all see it sort of blowing up yeah. um, so you know they're only human and that's just that story now mm. I can't wait for someone to release that publish that book because I'll probably buy that oh so hell yeah I'd buy more. that book but that, you know at some point we'll learn and we'll go oh that's why like uh, did you guys see George Bush's gaffe today, yeah, by the way? Good. The, the yeah. best George, like, what a way to end a career. It's so great. Like a capstone. <laughs> where he's like, the invasion is terrible and horrible, and it's such a sham, this invasion of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. Yeah. He's- well, Iraq, too. <laughs> then, he says, then he says, no, Iraq, too. Yeah. I'm 75. Just ignore everything I said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my, oh good God. Yeah. You are, for you know, a minute, for it's a minute horrifying. There, yeah. It's horrifying. It's horrifying, but, but I'm, you still funny, man. Like, I, I'm still laughing. You got to find the humor in it, or else you're, you're dead. 
so I don't know why I came up. I don't know why I went there. I just should stop talking. No, it's okay. Uh, what I was, I was going to ask you a thing. I forgot what it was, and that's that's no good. Oh, Schreier, oh, oh Schreier's okay. writing a book, um, Blizzard right, Activision right. thing, with a bunch of internal stuff. I know he's asking around retired people for interviews uh, and stuff, and I don't know what that all is going to when that will happen or like when that's coming out. And, you know, some people can't stand Jason Stryer's work. Some people think he's really important to the games uh, journalism world. Wherever you stand on it, though, that might be the closest we'll ever get to, like, a tell-all Blizzard book. So I'll probably read it. I want to know. He's re- he's releasing it soon? I don't think soon. I think he's still in the middle of writing, mm-hmm. but it, it was made yeah, known that he's some, doing it. At some point, depending on how things go, I imagine someone will be like wanting to tell their story one of those guys i don't know hell yeah but there's a lot of people there was a game phenomenon a one of a kind unparalleled phenomenon in gaming the culmination of everyone's desire to have the biggest mud ever and um <laughs> wait you know <laughs> what's, what's multi, the big... multi-user dimension oh, oh, oh. I, thought, I thought it was some other like, mmorpgs thing. were muds before they were mmorpgs Got it. okay right? you're right yeah. so so really I you know all through my life I've been aware of muds and how it turned into online games and MMORP- MMOs MMORPG like there's this whole genesis that they kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the apex at World of Warcraft I don't think anyone's I mean maybe China's had MMOs with more logins now but like in terms of that North American at the very least lineage of role playing games oh yeah it's never that been bigger made than it. that. Wow, it's never. Wow, was an apex, and Wow was a, a pioneer and a first in many ways for a lot of people. And I think there's just going to be a lot of people that are going to want to know, you know, what happened during these tumultuous years where things oh, yeah. don't seem to be as happy as they. Because massive you know? growth is. I used to wonder this, like, man, how are they handling this massive growth? Well, I guess they're doing okay. I don't Clip think. I don't think it went that great. I think it went bad. I think they have. I think so. Well, I mean, you know, cars can fly off the road, and and for whatever those reasons are, you know. I mean, if your measurement is money, they did great. But if your measurement is quality of life for everybody from top to bottom, if your measurement is how honest people were, how well they treated There's, each other, like all those measurements, the ones that matter to me more, um, then I don't think they did that great for that change for that growth. That massive growth was not a good uh, growing. I mean, part of it might to be human. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit. It just might be different. People have different ideas on a direction. When everyone runs in a different direction at a certain point, yeah. then no one's working together too. And you sort of see that. Like again, the CEO left the company of one of the biggest, most prestigious game developers to start his own game development company. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that should make it clear for anyone. I, you know, I, that, that, that what, what what that that's about, right? That's so, him trying to get a fresh start from a thing that got away from him. That's a hundred percent. Like, what happened. I'm not happy here. I can't do what I want. Right. You're the CEO. If you can't do what you want, who the hell can? <laughs> right. right. What, what is going on? Like, I mean. You know, up till the up until they announced the new game company, I wasn't I wasn't convinced why he'd left. I thought, well, he's just retiring. He's it's busy for twenty four years. That's a lot. You know, he's I would I would probably want time off too. But the minute they announced that company, I went, oh, well, he's just getting right get back su- on the like, treadmill. You can't say shit. You can get sued. You come, you leave a company that you're the CEO of, and you're like, that place sucks. Watch the stock price go down, and watch your ass because you've probably signed. 
agreements and your employment contracts or whatever it is, and oh, you're yeah. in trouble. Oh yeah. And you might he might still have stock in it, so he's like, well. I don't really want the stock to go down. I just don't want to work there because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but please keep giving them money. Their products are great. Hi, China. Yeah. So like, hello, China. Um, or hello, China. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's just the reality of it. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, I still like Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I still think it's a great game. And I'm still kind of holding out that whatever it, whatever it takes, that they can find their way to making good video game products. Cause you know, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, they, you know, the one thing about video game companies that you can't hold a light to, like unlike music artists and filmmakers is that it takes a lot to make these video games. Mm-hmm. So as much as you might like indies, you are, there's certain experiences you're just never going to have if a big corporation isn't behind it. And blizzard has made some really good products that I enjoy. So yeah, they they certainly have. And he said this. Hello, China. Hello, China. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why I did it <laughs> hello, twice. Hello. Take it twice. Um, all right. Well, there's the games we played this week. It is time for a mashup, everybody. Yeah, that's right. Jamie put one together. Oh, Once, yeah, gonna, we got betting on this one. Yeah, this got, is a meta game uh, still, right? So what's yeah. the name? Uh, so oh. uh, TMS Mashup said today, with 47% of the vote, you thought Scott Johnson said the title, which is... Uh, Paid cock. Paid cock. Uh, Paid cock. So we're going to find out now who said it, Scott, Bo, or myself. I would also vote Um, for myself because I always make these. I have a feeling this is a reference to free cock as opposed to peacock. They have their paid version of peacock streaming service where you can get free cock or I call it free cock. I have a feeling that somehow paid (laughs) cock came out of that. So we'll right, see, but right. you're probably all correct. The vast majority here's the, of you. Here's the breakdown. We'll just give it just before you play it. 47% said Scott, 39% said Bo, 14% said me. Oh, I think John. I voted for you, John. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad vote. <laughs> was a, like, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank bad you. Vote. Bad I vote. know I didn't say that. You threw your vote away. Let's find out who said it. Here you go. For your He's brain the only. Of the tiger. It's the thrill we'll of the, the fight. fight. It's the <laughs> thing when you poke it in the thing, right? <laughs> right. When I was in middle school sometime, I had a girlfriend and she was over at my house and uh, she looked at me and she goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I want you to come in with me. No! Now I want Waluigi to bust into the room and catch Robert Pattinson smacking his wiener in the uh, lighthouse. Scott's like, I see a hole there. Bo, don't fall in. And he falls in and grabs me. And he's like... And now it's like, hey, what do you think of my hole? Check out my hole. I pull up a chair. Grab a shovel. We're going to dig our way out. It'll be fun. Check out my sweet hole I made for us. That's kind of be like actually it's kind of cozy in this yeah hole. it's not a bad hole i have a cozy hole i can tell you that i thought we were gonna sneak in and you know make out in the bathroom like yeah. you know and the, yeah, it was cool. gonna be that's cool. it was gonna that was gonna be that's awesome cool. this is gonna be great this is an india's shit game and i hope like, if they're on the platinum list like uh for the record bo said indie shit game not an indian shit game i just want everyone to know oh sorry no no just for clarity because if we why get did I emails say indie shit game anyways like, i don't even remember why you said it i don't think i meant to say indie shit game so if I said that, I'm also sorry. Oh, maybe I, I remember sure it. What the context. Oh, indie I think as maybe shit. I was trying to say something else. I think you wrote. So you said indie as shit, and I heard Indian shit. Oh, indie as shit. Okay. 
for watch right. somebody try to dig themselves out of a hole. Okay, okay. No, no, India shit is fine. She goes into the bathroom, and then I slip in. She shuts the door, and again, I'm like, oh, it's going to get sexy in here. And she's like, go stand in the shower. What? And I was like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to shut the door because I'm shy. And I was like, what's going to happen? And then she took a poop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Really? So you were standing in the shower and she took a poo and you and <laughs> as well, long as they didn't turn you around, bend you over and put a metal pipe in your butthole, you're probably fine. <laughs> it needs to be a long rod so it reaches up to my sternum. Though. Yeah, way up there. If you're going in through the butt, it has to be I need I need a good couple of feet of pipe in my butt. <laughs> McGruber on Peacock. Peacock, which I on TMS accidentally called Freecock. I called it oh. Freecock, which That's is not a pretty good name. I don't know why they didn't lean into that. Anyway. Well, cuz you got to pay for it. It's going to be paid cock. Paid oh! Cock. Well, nobody wants to pay for you. Oh anyway. shit. You pay it was cock coin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was Bo. It wasn't me. Oh my Yeah, you, you said you you were right. You said free cock and that's what I said you got to pay you got to it's paid cock otherwise with cock coin. Oh my gosh, I'm blown away that that was you in the end. That's amazing. You win, Bo. You win all the whatever you win. What do you win? I, know, I think John wins. That story was somewhat th- thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he managed I, to get I, the whole story in there. That was good. Well, yeah, because yeah, I was like, I know in the context it probably seemed fine, but I hadn't heard it and there was no context. So it just sounded like, I guess you guys were really young and you were hoping to make out and she wanted to take a shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's funny, but it's like, it's also, it's a little weird. John, you should reach out. <laughs> yes, it's very weird. You should reach <laughs> out. Extremely weird. Reach out and find out how she's doing. What's going on with her? Is she like oh, a? Oh, I don't. Well, maybe wanna... you could message her and find out. Like, remember that thing that happened? Like, what was the deal there? Yeah. Well, did you really? I mean, did you just really? Like, did you have just to need moral her? support? Yeah. Or is, I don't was it? No. I want to know. Thrilling to you. I want to know. No, it wasn't thrilling to me. No, no, I thought her, we were okay. Like, I, like, imagine, and by the way, you had the shower curtain closed, I'm assuming. You couldn't see anything. Yeah, right? it was like well, it was like a glass shower door, but it had the, like, obscuring... So uh, she just bit. wanted someone present in the room for her while she was shitting so that she felt reassurance? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I used to be scared. You know the movie Ghoulies? I never saw it, yeah. but I saw the box in the movie theater, and it had the ghoulie I coming, you know, coming out of the toilet... To eat your bum. So I used to be scared when I was young to go to the toilet because what if a monster ate my ass? <laughs> okay, uh, but when did you stop being afraid of this? Because we were in middle school. Yeah. I don't know, like 24 maybe? No, it's <laughs> 24 it was older than it should have been. Okay. It was older than I should have been. Maybe like 15 or 16. I was still feeling nervous and I don't oh. want to admit it to anybody. Man, the, the tagline of that movie is they'll get you in the end while he's in yeah. the toilet. Yeah, literally yeah. in your end. And like, to a, I was like, oh my God, I didn't never thought green monsters could rise out of the toilet. And it just always freaked me out. So maybe she felt the, like the ghoulies wouldn't get her if you were... I mean, I think a lot of kids have a fear of the toilet. For some reason, I was afraid of lightning coming out of the toilet. (laughs) Lightning? Yeah. I think somebody told me that lightning would conduct through water, and in my brain that translated to, well, if lightning strikes water outside, it'll go up the pipes and come out the toilet. Mm. You know, that's a kid way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, I wonder if uh, anyone's ever died from lightning on the toilet. I'm going to Google that. So I, my parents <laughs> told me this. this is embarrassing and I shouldn't share it, but I'm going to anyway. No. My parents said the way they finally got me to use the toilet is they they said because you, you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to do it. And they said the way we finally got you to was we told you that if you bend over while you're pooping, you can see the poop fall into the toilet. <laughs> and you up. thought that was so cool. You decided to go do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate knowing that. I hate knowing it. That's a horrible thing to know. I don't want to know it. Oh my god! I don't still do it. No, I know. know. As a kid, it was exciting. Uh, Well, here's an article called from Carolina Country called "Don't Sit on the Toilet During a Thunderstorm." Okay. So that might (laughs) actually be a real thing, John. Oh. Okay, but uh, do we have any history of it actually happening? Anybody? Text though. Oh yeah, there's a there's a picture of a broken ass toilet from lightning. Here you go, copy. I'll paste it in here. Okay. Um, oh no, that looks bad. Let me see. Toilet got struck by lightning in oh, Oklahoma. And there's officially no more pooping during thunderstorms. Nope, never again will I ever sit on a toilet during a thunderstorm. I'm not trying to take a lightning bolt straight to the junk. Wait, did so it came what? out? Uh, came up through the water then? Firefighters from the OK Mulgee Fire Department in or Okmulgee, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mulgy, what is this city? <laughs> Responded to one of the strangest calls they probably ever received at the Oxford apartment complex, according to Fox 23. Apparently, lightning struck the apartment, went through the roof, and struck the toilet, practically shattering it into a million pieces. The only thing I think of what was said lightning straight to the toilet is the fact that anything metal can be a lightning rod in a storm, and the toilet must have somehow been metal. However, if that was the case, wouldn't we be hearing about this more stuff more often? You'd think. Luckily, nobody was living in the apartment yet. Okay, okay, but well, did it come up through the under, or was it down through the through the house? This article, this article is such a joke, though. Uh, do you know what's worse? Getting assassinated by a man with a spear hiding inside your toilet, which, believe it or not, used to be fairly common way back in the day. What? Yadomir, Duke of Bohemia, <laughs> was assassinated by someone under the toilet with a spear, as was... Wenceslas three, the third of Bohemia in thirteen oh four. So Bohemians, man, they like to assassinate their royalty by oh spearing them in the toilet. Hell? What hiding in like a water closet style outhouse type thing, like down in the pit? Yeah, oh, like I, yeah, hiding in the pile yeah. of shit, and then just going like, oh, when he gets here, I gotta shove this spear right up his bungle. That's completely and, effed up. I don't like yeah, any of that. That's not good at all. Mm-mm. But you know, it it sort of. Makes me question just how accurate that. But no, Newsweek has it. Florida's couple's toilet explode as lightning strikes near septic tank. Proof you shouldn't go near the bathroom in a thunderstorm. Oh, so it struck the septic tank and then came through the pipes. That makes well, sense. Pipes to me. are metal. Yeah, that well, makes I'm sense. I'm glad to me. there's some legitimacy to it. But well, to be that's, clear, thank I was, you, John. Now I was I'm afraid scared. Of it. <laughs> I was afraid of it now all I'm the not time. Whether go there was a thunderstorm or not. Yeah. I, probably everyone listening didn't realize they could get exploded in the thunderstorm. No. Well, you know. I hope someone who knows better writes in and, and reassures us this is not the case. Yeah, let us know. They, please please do that in this situation. Yeah, please. Who knows what Bo's going to do with this information now? Yeah, debunk this. Well, I'll have to hold it, and then it'll, you know, it'll suck. It sounds like a job for like an old Mythbusters episode, but I don't think I've ever heard of it. Maybe you could shit in your tub. It's not as bad. Oh, that's pretty bad. (laughs) That doesn't sound fun. No. Well, if if, if it's thunderstorming for hours and hours and hours and you just got to go and you can't use the toilet, 
What do you do? Well, I would get oh, up and use the go? toilet. I'd it's go not going to fit in the water bottle. I'll tell you that, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fair point. You make a good point. Yeah. I mean, based on the sheer number of hours spent in places where I am, I think the numbers are good. I'm going to die on the toilet. So I just think, you know, there's worse ways to go. Well, there are definitely oh, worse so, ways oh, to go. Oh, that's how you that's how you got over your fear. Yeah. So no, just... I got over the fear because my parents said I could see the poop fall in the toilet. <laughs> right. And my excitement about that was more uh, was more powerful than my fear of hypothetical lightning. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, not not to get too personal or anything, but that's exactly where my dad died. He was on the can, and he oh. had a heart attack. Leaned forward, and that was it. Yeah, so hey, it increase your heart rate while you're it on happens. The can. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I had a very strange and realistic dream where I died going to the bathroom on the toilet. Damn, dude. Yeah, this episode has gone places. I know. Um, uh, oddly <laughs> enough, very similar to the pre-show discussion too. Yeah, I kind of blame. I don't know how we ended up back here. I don't know how we like... ended up here either. There's something in the wind. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on to these emails real quick and pound these out. Uh, this is how they work. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> email talk to the court gmail is our email address. Doug wrote in and says, literally listening to the latest episode in the Dickie Dickerson section. Uh, just wanted to say I don't always agree with you guys, but I love listening to this show every week. I think there needs to be more agree to disagree and then grab a beer. We are all humans, and that's okay. Keep it up. Thanks for all you do. Doug, I don't actually know what Doug disagrees with us on, though. So as much as I appreciate Probably whether this bathroom talk should have been in the episode. <laughs> yeah, whether or not lightning uh, dying on toilet talk should have happened. But uh, I don't know. So, Doug, here's how we look at disagreements, up, Doug. Sure. We never, we're never just like throwing anybody under the bus ever. Uh, even if you've got a really bad take, you know, it's just people talking about it. So we we understand uh, this whole idea of agree to disagree. It's totally fine. I have plenty of friends who I disagree with. Not these guys. I tend to agree with them most of the time, but you know, except the Halo TV. Show except for the Halo TV with. show, where John is completely freaking up a tree on that. He's just wrong. <laughs> It's bad. I don't need to see it to know it's bad. He'll see it eventually and go, oh, this was good. What was I thinking? <laughs> and season two is already greenlit. They made they did real well with this. So we're see what I want to do is I want uh I want uh TMS mashups to log all of the it's bad. It's just bad talk. And then when I do get to watching it and I'm like, you guys know that Halo TV show was really good. <laughs> um yeah. then just put a mashup together of that. It'll be like what happened with Dunaway. Because I recorded him in 2006 saying this. I don't like Steam. He said that and he meant it. And then I caught him in 2012 or something saying this. I love Steam. And he meant it. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like that. You'll have a complete turnaround because I think that I will happily admit when I'm wrong. Although, depending on how long it takes for me to see it, I will potentially pass it off as if I had never said I didn't think it would be good. That's totally fine. Because by then, my memory will be iffy at best. So. <laughs> I'll come back and be like, hey, Scott, I finally got around to watching that Halo show you recommended. And yeah. you were right. It was very good. And I'll say, oh, did I like it? Okay. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, our mood affects <laughs> how I we like feel it? about things. <laughs> no, you're right, Bo. It is like that. Uh, uh, um, all right. Here's another one from uh, Vincent Minucci, who I used to say his name wrong all the time. Um, but now I know how to say it, Vince. Anyway, we know him. He's big in the was big in the Heroes podcasting community when we were, and uh, still hanging around, still doing good work. Uh, dearest Corehounds, oh. as a parent of two children who have logged at least a thousand hours into Roblox, 
I can say with experience and reasonable authority that Roblox is, in fact, quite lame. Ah, yes. He says for every one or two genuinely well-made mods, which can be which can be quite impressive, to be fair, on the platform, there are no less than 500 to 1,000 garbage broken and gotcha mods. It is literally a trademark infringement nightmare. Yours in the next life in this one as well. Vincent Minucci, insert Scott's mispronouncing oh. my last name. Careful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same, same, Vincent. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got two kids here that love playing it. And yeah, like, the amount of times I've heard, hey, John, did you know Among Us is on uh, Roblox? And I'm like, no, it isn't. And they're like, yeah, look. And it's just somebody who has ripped off the art yep. and stuck it on a thing. Yep. And you play a game vaguely like it that is, you know, ripping off the concept. And they're like, see, it's Among Us. No, you, you give tools to people, it. and the first thing they do is they make Mario level 1-1. One, one, they make penises. They make Among Us ripoffs. Like, remember when Little Big Planet was new and everybody was just like, that's all they did was make ripoffs of everything else and figure out ways to insert sound files from things that weren't theirs and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roblox, I find completely inane and lame, but the, clearly that thing's a monster, and, like, they're doing great. Well, yeah, it's a chance for kids to socialize with each other and have common experiences and parents don't monitor it because they think, oh, it's fine. There's nothing bad in there. And yet I've seen what some of the kids say in that place and it's not good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those one of those things like part of that psycho who shot those people in New York put a. Uh, in his manifesto or part of his discord post or something referred to how Roblox was a big part of helping him see what, the, what his future would be or something like that. So currently Roblox is on the uh, radio games are destroying our children list. Yeah. Oh, even they don't deserve that. I mean, come on. No, these things are whatever. This kid's a psycho and Sa- satanic panic. Yeah. More satanic. Panic. Although less than the nineties, the nineties were bad, but at least now there are people in power who play a lot of no, we have a different kind of satanic panic in this day and age uh you know you, you put a strong female character in it and all of a sudden you're ruining society <laughs> yeah i think it's literally the, this generation's version of satanic panic. i think it makes me miss the satanic panic <laughs> of the 90s because like, at least stupid. what was her name rose Oh man! Oh, you put Rose thing. in this game. Who cares? There's a character. Which is, yeah, Satanic Panic. People yeah. are so worked up and mad about this. Uh, this Halo. The Halo community is freaking toxic, dude. Like they are horrendous human beings. Some of them. Not well, what, of them. what are they mad about? They're mad about the Halo show not being exactly like the games, mm-hmm. which is why I like it because I've already played the games. I know what the story is. Give me something new, mm-hmm. and I'm totally happy with what they're doing. Um, and they're not. And so there was a whole thing where uh, Ann Wheaton, Will Wheaton's wife, was getting harassed on Twitter for no reason. She could figure out. She's like, why are these people yelling at me about Halo? I've never even played it. I don't know who Master Chief is. What is this? People are just losing their minds on me, saying terrible stuff, like death threat stuff and all that. And it turns out something somewhere got started on 4chan or somewhere where somebody said, oh, Ann Wheaton is a writer for the Halo show. And so everybody just swamped her and bombed her constantly for like a week and it didn't matter how many times she says i don't work on this show i have nothing to do with it well that's what you would say like just complete freak out as if she was somehow involved in whatever was ruining their childhood well you got your own share for having the audacity to like it so it's good because it's good man it's actually good and it's a separate from all this mess like those toxic toxic fandom of any kind 
can take a ride to Buttholeville. I hate it. I hate it. Like when when fandom gets toxic, what are you even doing? What is the point? I don't even like. Here's the thing. I like mine is the level of the reaction, right? Like if people want to get fired up over stupid shit, like I'm all for it. Like there's nothing I like more than being like I'm gonna be riled up over nothing today. Like that that's good. It's <laughs> but keep it within perspective. At the end of the day, like you know, don't threaten anybody's life. Like you want to get up in arms and and bitch about unimportant things i mean the entire movie clerks is that premise and it's funny and it's good yeah but they didn't go around threatening to kill anybody <laughs> over the stuff that was in it like it's no i like to keep it within reasonability i like i like spirited disagreement does. nothing wrong with spirited disagreement i don't mind people being really strong having strong feelings about a thing they love and having an argument is fine like all that stuff is great we do it here but i don't end the show with going John, if you don't like the Halo show, I hope you trip and both your eyes are gouged out by the fork that was in the floor. Like, you can't, why take it to that extreme? Yeah. I mean, I probably shouldn't use our example, but you know what I mean? Ann Wheaton had nothing to do with the show in the first place. Even if she did, freaking leave her alone. Yeah. It's on your damn business. Doesn't excuse it. Oh, dicks. Everyone's a dick. (laughs) All right. That's gonna I think do it for people with mental health problems. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think I there are a lot of them out there, and then you put them all on one website called Twitter, and then it looks like it's everyone. But you yeah. gonna feel real bad when I fall on a fork <clears throat> later tonight, Scott. I really hope you don't fall on a fork. <laughs> I know you. That did, would suck you so would bad. genuinely feel bad about it. You'd be like, "I was joking. He knew I was joking, but then it happened." <laughs> Fell on another floor fork. Ah, oh, those damn yep. floor forks. They're well, all over the place. You really. got kids. Kids leave things. They, you know they do. Let me tell. Let me tell you. That's been my experience. My yeah. kids left stuff everywhere, and now there's like a two year old that comes around the house once in a while, and he leaves things. I found a dinosaur in a plant today because I was trying to water my wife's plant while she's out of town. Freaking plastic <laughs> I mean, dinosaur. That at, <laughs> that at least makes a level of fun sense. Like you know, it was it was in its environment. Sure. Uh, the one I had the other, uh, not the other day. This is a while ago, but I point to it because it's the maddest I've ever been about such a small thing. But like I can't I went walking by the the dinner table we have, which we're still making payments on, by the way. That's another part of it. And there's just a puddle of milk sitting on the table. <laughs> and I went, why the hell is there a puddle of milk on this table? Mm-hmm. Get out here. Mm-hmm. And my stepson comes in and he goes, oh, I didn't know how to clean it up. <laughs> and I went. So the decision you made was to just let it sit on a wooden table. And as I'm saying this, he goes over and he starts pulling off paper towels. And I said, "I see you're figuring it out now that I'm talking to you." About oh my it. god! You're giving me flashbacks to my childhood. Uh, <laughs> like same thing, different decade. I'm telling you. <laughs> How all kids do. I'll never forget my dad tried to teach me a lesson, so he knocked a jar of mustard off the table. He's like, "What do you do? What do you do?" And I'm like, frozen. Yeah, <laughs> you pick it up. <laughs> I was like, wow. "Okay, what's the lesson here?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. And then he picked it up and put it. Up. See, pick it up. And it's like, it's. I'm like, 
I'm being terrorized right now. Like, piss off, Dad. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Someone in the chat says, my God, John is the dad from the we're not going to take it video. That's amazing. <laughs> is that true? We're not is that what's in there? Tank it. Yeah, there's a dad. I think he's the guy who... He may play Dean Wormer or somebody. He's someone famous for being an ass in like 80s movies. I can't remember. But it's that old D. Snyder freaking Twisted Sister video. It's great. I don't think I'm out of line for not being cool with milk being left on a wooden table. (laughs) No, I think. Uh, Well, yeah, I I don't have kids and I don't raise them, so I don't know. But it's not fun to be yelled at. But (laughs) at the same time, you got to raise you gotta raise your kids how you see fit and if you want them to learn some lessons and they're just have a thick skull I mean I don't know I can't give advice oh here it is okay the dad from Twisted Sister uh, the video we're not gonna take it is you all know him Um, Mark Metcalf Uh, oh gosh Uh, Animal like uh, Animal House Uh, One Crazy Summer Buffy the Vampire Slayer um Oh, you'd know him if you saw him. He's on Seinfeld. Oh, he's the Seinfeld guy that does the. Um, he's the he's the maestro that takes his pants off so they won't they won't wrinkle yeah, while he's yeah, sitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he looks so, he's much older now. Yeah. He's super old now. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. So anyway, we got him up on IMDb. Okay, Bob Cobb is his name on that on that Bob thing. Bob Cobb. Um, all right. Well, there's that. Uh, quick note to uh, somebody out there named Joshua Whipsky. I just want to say thank you, Joshua, for being a supporter of the show. He's one of our newest patrons at patreon.com slash core show. Thank like to you, be, Joshua. If you'd like to be like Joshua or a bunch of others like him, uh, sign up today. Patreon.com slash core show. You can get in real cheap and uh, get great benefits for doing it. We're, we're reworking a couple of the things on the levels to make them. Some of the stuff is like ancient her- heroes benefits. Uh, that somehow got forgotten. So we're going to tweak all that and give you guys some better stuff that's a little bit more current for the show today. But uh, everybody who's out there doing that already, thank you so much for being supporters of the show. It really helps things get made around here, and it means a lot to us. All right, before we get out of here, words of wisdom. Start with John. Uh, Hi, everybody. John here at the end of the show. And uh, boy, we had some fun today. Uh, Just remember that uh, the bathroom is not a place to be feared. I know it's a place we all must venture alone and handle our dark business, but, uh, you know, eventually you flush. You see the light again. You don't need to bring a friend. You don't need to fear the toilet. Let's all just have our alone time. We don't get it enough. Yeah, I agree. Don't be like this when you see a toilet. Oh, Jesus. Don't do that. All right. Bo, anything to add? Uh, There is nothing so confining. As the prisons of our own perceptions. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. I feel like we're getting a hint about Saturday. I don't know. Why do I feel that way? Uh, speaking of no, which... No, Shakespeare. Oh, okay. That's a Shakespeare line. All right. Not, yeah. You should sound like the principal was freaking out. So that was pretty good. Oh, uh, did I? I don't know. A little bit. Uh, you guys can check that out, too. We're going to be playing D&D this weekend. Uh, so check that out, all things willing. And uh, that's it. My wife gets home tomorrow, and I'm super stoked because I won't have to live on uh, beef jerky and garbage anymore. I'll actually have someone here <laughs> who's smart and uh, nice. And, you're, act- you're an actual half-raccoon. You're a raccoon man, hi- really you're a raccoon man hiding out in a human's clothing. Yeah. Here's what hey, I said I earlier. Carter, and garbage. Carter texted me while I was doing the show. Guys, just maybe an hour ago. She sends me a text. It says, Dad, what are we doing for food? What do you want to eat? I said, I don't even, I'm not sure. What are you going to do? She goes, I don't know. I'm so hungry. 
I said, I really have no idea. How about ramen from the basement? She says, I had basement ramen earlier. <laughs> I was like, this is where we're at, dude. We are effed. Oh, uh, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree now, does it? Yeah. I had basement ramen earlier. That's Why don't so you good. order some, some taken? Take it, take it, some taken. taken. Yeah, I got a special Delay set of skills. Said, I mean, yeah, I have a very <laughs> special set of skills. It's bringing you food. <laughs> oh my lord! I will find out where you live, and I will bring you the food. Yeah. <laughs> now they're going to take you, and then you hang up. Uh, speaking of hanging up, we're out of here. Thanks everybody for listening. That's going to do it. Uh, enjoy your basement ramen. Play some video games. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. A proper home for me and my bunny.